Broadcasting live from sunny South Florida, this is KMA Talk Radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. Your KMA crew, the Italian scallion, Paul DeGracco, Alex Tavella, a.k.a. The Goat, and always telling it like it is, Honest Abe. I like to smoke them like the Winston Good morning to all our loyal listeners, libertarians, and lovers of belief. I'm your host for today's episode number 445 of KMA Talk Radio. We are broadcasting live from sunny South Florida. I'm with my trusted gang, the man they call the GOAT, Alex Tavella. Good morning, folks. Good morning. Do we introduce the other guy? Who's the other guy? Is he back? I don't know. I can't see. You can... Oh, Paul, welcome. Bro, yeah, you're on mute. You you have literally become mess. you are literally have become the most unreliable person. Still you're on still mute. You're still on mute, you dope. Just, just stay on mute the rest of the show. Do us all a favor. You've he literally doesn't. become the most literally, unreliable literally. person. Anyway. Of me employing Once Paul people. figures out how to unmute himself. Look at that face. <laughs> nope. No, you're muted. Anyway. Nope. Anyways, so a little chilly morning, a little bit. Yeah, bro, it's I chilly. It. I was nice. shocked, man. You're like in the tea and shorts. Yeah, it's nice. Well, you know, you're probably up earlier than I am, so you know, I'm just here and, and sometimes it it's was hot, chilly. Hot the test, oh. test. Oh, test, test. We could have been doing that at nine fifty-five. Welcome huh. to the show, Paul. Our future oh, guest. With the show is all set up. I was all ready to go, and then somebody came to the door, and it was mayhem. I apologize. Who came to the door? Yeah, who came to the door? I don't want to talk about this. You, 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 you were here for the things. start of the show, so yeah, you're going to talk about it. <laughs> um, SKMA, hashtag, are we calling bullshit? No, I. it's our it's – our, so listen, at our old house, we had a handyman that used to work with us there. It's the dog we psychiatrist. Needed, we needed some help. With some more things like hanging giant ceiling fans that I can't hang, so uh, he he showed up, but he showed up a little bit later than he was supposed to. He was supposed to be here at nine. He showed up. I guess I didn't even look at the time because everything was all set up in here. I had all my show notes up. I had all the videos and pictures loaded. I was like, all right, fine. I'll go show him where he's going, and then I lost track of time. Good job. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm what? Sorry. And this is a guy you you want. I, I want to put it out there. This is a guy you want to rely on. Alex is pushing hard to move our KMA show broadcast to Wednesday night. All right, That's Wednesday good. night, seven p.m. So everybody who's watching, comment in the section on what you think about that. Wednesday nights, seven p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Right. My biggest contention is between changing diapers, cooking dinner, bathing kids. Putting kids to bed, Paul will never be ready by 7 p.m. on Wednesday nights. That's my biggest contention. I'm just telling you. I don't cook dinner every night. Bro, you were doing a KMA meeting cooking dinner the other night. What are you talking about? 
Was I cooking? No, I was making you sauce. Was I, yeah, I was making oh, sauce. that's not making dinner. I was making sauce. You were cooking dinner. Bro. You were changing a diaper. There was a vacuum in your other hand. I mean, I mean, seriously, you should have had like a hairnet, <laughs> like, a, like a shower cap, and a pink robe on. Where the hell is Chrissy Chris? Critchfield right now to uh, stand up for me. I first of all, I wasn't vacuuming. That was the Roomba in the background. We don't vacuum. Uh, second of all, I was making sauce. I started at like 10 a.m. that day. I was making it. You know, I was making sure things were going smoothly. Paul, first of all, let me. And I think 7 p.m. on. So we're. I know. I, I was getting... exploring moving the show to 7 p.m. Wednesday nights. We would still air the broadcast on Saturday mornings at 10. The replay, but my contention is. The eight out of ten shows, Paul will not be ready. Eight out of ten shows, he will not be ready. Alex is shaking his head <laughs> deep down. He knows I'm right as much as he hates to say it. Paul will not be ready. I could be ready at seven o'clock. You can't be ready now, bro. You I was ready. I was ready. ready. I, just ready. Wasn't I had to start the here. show. What do you mean you were? How could you say I you was, were ready? I was physically not in this room, but I was ready to go. Did you? Could you hear me? That's no. like me saying, you know, I was in the bathroom, oh, but, you know, I was ready. I was here, <laughs> but I was in the bathroom, oh. but I was ready. <laughs> I, the, so, yeah, leave some comments what you think about Wednesday at 7. Maybe we'll – I don't know. I don't think we'll have faith. In, Paul, you're crushing my dreams, honestly. I, I don't see uh, – I don't see a lot of comments from people. I'd have problems getting out. Uh, no problem. Oh, I see a lot of yeses, Tom. couple nos, a lot of yeses. Tom, that's fine because you can watch on your phone while you're driving home, man. He said he has no that's problem. Not a problem. He said he can't even read this morning. He can't even read. It says no problem. Oh, no problem. Oh, good. Oh, oh great. No, no, no Steve. It? it would run right before. It would run hey, seven p.m. our time, so it would run right before Dojo. Can you give me that. Eastern Standard Time. Right. Kevin Shahan prefers it. So, I don't know if I posted it. I don't know if I posted it on Facebook yet. I mean, I, I got inundated with a lot of cool things, but I, I do want to give some props to Paul. Paul really? got me some pretty oh. awesome memorabilia for my 50th birthday. That's always good for. You know, do you know I... Uh, so, I, this is like... Oh, that's actually is, mine. Oh, okay. That's actually mine. I gift I gifted you mine because I I tracked down one other one and it was in Ohio, and the guy couldn't tell me if it was unused or not. And the the whole thing about that one is that it's never been put on a cigar. I thought that was cool. So yeah, this, is, this is a official cigar band from Disneyland for their cigars. Yeah. I guess they had a house brand. So this is actually yeah. exists now in my museum shelf around my office. Wow, that's cool, man. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I went when very what cool. Do you, what do you get for the man that has everything? I <laughs> well, then I Listen. then I see Evan Darnell has a has a painting commissioned of your family. I was like, well, shit, I'll just take mine back now. <laughs> that was a pretty badass gift. You know, it's just, the man who who has everything normally. It's and it's weird, and I see this a lot. They get a lot of wine. Let me tell uh, you something. Well, you, you I can it. open. I can open up a bar with the liquor. We got. Uh, oh, yeah, I bet that seems to be the go-to for. I don't know what to get this kind. It's you know bottle of wine. I, I, I got I, it. Yeah, if you if you didn't drink, you'd be screwed. Then what? Then what would they give you? I didn't post it because I didn't know if he wanted me to put it out there, but I will post it because I talked to him at the 
you know, sometimes you get gifts. You just don't know if you really should put it out there, post it. I don't want to cause chaos for anybody. But um, I talked to Eric. Uh, we were at the movie premiere of I, Mordecai Thursday night. Uh, Marvin Samuel, former uh, founder of Drew Estate, has made a full-length feature film featuring Judd Hirsch, Carol Kane, Sean Astin. And um, I was there, but Eric did gift me a bottle of 10-year Pappy. So, I oh, got wow. My, yeah, I got my first full bottle of Pappy Van Winkle, and my wife's like, what's this? I'm like, what's this? Google it. Don't, don't worry about it. Don't, don't tell Google her what it, it is because she'll love it. The problem is when you get something like that, you're like, like when do you crack it open? Right. You know. Your 50th birthday, man. Come on. Yeah, well, I, that wasn't the night year. to be mixing all the stuff I was drinking, but yeah. Um, and the movie was very interesting. You know, Marvin Samuel, a longtime dear friend of mine. Uh, he worked, I think, like for six years on this project. Um, it, it premiered at the uh, Miami Jewish uh, Film Festival. Um, we gave away two tickets to Kevin Shahan. He bought his daughter. I got to meet his lovely daughter. She was at the uh, film festival, and, and it was oh, a very nice... Awesome. Yeah, it was a very nice night. I, I'm not sure when it's going to be available to the public. I don't have the word on that yet. But as that comes near, we'll have Marvin and maybe some of the cast on, and we'll talk about the movie. Marvin Marvin texted me and said he'll keep us in the loop yep. after the show last week. So we'll we'll have all the information. I'll stay in touch with him. Maybe I'll maybe I'll be there to answer the phone. Maybe. <laughs> that was a, maybe. a joke. <laughs> Hey, listen, you know, have you had Pappy before? Have you had some of your Pappy? I've actually had Pappy in Eric's office. Yeah, he's he's a collection. He's a collector of it. Yes. I know, I've seen it. So I've actually had it in his office, visiting him in Miami. I've never had it there, but I've had it before. It is is pretty damn good. Um, Speaking of uh, bourbon and fine fine liquor, you know, uh, our guest today is is a big bourbon fan. I I think it's only fitting that we made him a guest this this Saturday because last night he was named Cigar Dojo's Man of the Year. I saw yeah, that worked That's out pretty cool. Yeah. The man I dubbed over ten years ago the Great White Gringo. He will tell me <laughs> I gave him that name. And actually, we are smoking in honor of him some Aganorsa Rare Leaf, which also Ooh, made the Cigar to- Dojo's top ten cigars of the year. So, you know, Dojo had a list of top 10 of some of the cigars. We can't find them anymore. Um, congrats to Michael Herklotz, Ferry Otego. He was made, number one, right? It made number one and number three. Ooh. But Mike, um, you got to make some more Ferry Otegos, Mike. I'm telling you. So, um, uh, and maybe Alex can post in our chat. Uh, every year we celebrate Dojo's top 10 with a sampler. So, five of their top 10 cigars is made in a sampler. Um, Cigar Dojo's 2021 Cigar of the Year. You can find it at smokein.com. They went on sale last night after the announcement, and uh, they have been selling very fast. But um, What size are you, do you have in your hand, Abe? Uh, I think it's a Toro. Titan? I don't know. No, it's a Toro. Okay, I was going to say, because mine mine looks so much bigger, but I wasn't sure if it's just because your hand is so much bigger. My hand. Pretty much I think Terrence hand. gave me this. I haven't smoked it. I wanted to save it for a And, and, ju- uh, and just so if anybody knows, if it does run out of stock, we already have more that's already been shipped. So if it does go out of stock, it'll be very short term. It should be back up in a day or two. Just hit that stock notify, that notify just me button. Hit that notify me button. And it'll be. That's a great feature. So, Alex, you still on your chest here? Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> oh yeah. It seems like a little bit of an obsession lately. I'm like, oh yeah, it is. It'll do that to you. It'll do that to you. You know, are you I, like I, not sleeping and like staying up late? No, I'm not. Um, he doesn't sleep I, anyway. Yeah, I don't sleep anyway. So, but I, oh, I yeah, do I just live. I spend. So I I have to I have to play a minimum of five games a day. I'd like to up that to ten, but I don't have enough time. But I also do at least ten puzzles before I go to sleep. Is and that's on top of like lessons and book reading and and whatnot. Puzzles. What do you mean? What are what, what like do you, what do you mean by puzzles? situational puzzles? Like the board will be set up in a certain thing, and you have to find the the. Oh, 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 but in chess, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, chess puzzles, Paul. We were talking. I chess. actually got, I actually got Asher here doing the dinosaur chess. It's, it's, it's good. It's easy. It, it. I mean, the guy walks you right through. He walks right through. Carmine. He's playing Starship IO or whatever the hell his game is. Oh, is he playing Starship IO? <laughs> probably. I don't know. It's what. That's his thing. That's his thing. But yeah, yeah, it's an obsession. Oh, both it'll kids probably, are there on their iPads right it'll now. It'll probably no, take over my mind. I'll go mad. I'll go mad at okay. some point and. That's that's probably where I'm headed, but you know, uh, it's just I don't know. <laughs> maybe it's New Year's resolution, but it's just something that you know came to me that I I just really want to up my. I'm going to be a more informed chess player. I'm a very good uninformed chess player, but I'm not a good. Informed I just chess enjoy player. I enjoy chess, but I'm not. I wouldn't consider myself a good player at all, but I very much enjoy it. But you got to get yeah. one of those lazy Susans. Ah, eh, so Carmine likes hopping yourself. back and forth. Behind. I do it on I do it online. But it's it's interesting, you know, because I started reading books. But you have to learn a whole system before you can even read books. You have to really start, you know, that you know, a four, a one through understanding the dialogue. You, you have to understand where those those numbers correspond to, to instead of having to like look at the board every time. So actually, it's it's nice. Um, Chess.com has a little program where they just um, drill you on. You know, they'll shoot out a number, and you have to go click that that area of the board. Find it on the board. Yeah. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah, I'm in full obsession mode. I'll I'll go mad and lose my mind in a couple of years and be on well, the street. Well, then you got to go to like a chess board. In Central Park, there's a chess club where yeah. people meet up and they they like on Saturdays they just like play everybody. Like you it's just that's going to be me. Been like in about a hundred TV shows. We'll and play for a buck. Movies. I know it's a thing. Breaking news. There's a- yeah. Hey, there's a chess club you may not have heard of in Central Park. <laughs> yeah, but anybody can go. You can just. Show I know. Up. It's like famous. You know what? Yeah, no, I didn't know that. There's a place they sell hamburgers. It's called McDonald's. I don't know if you ever heard. Of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go, Dave. Challenging you to a game. Coming hey, let's do it. Know. I mean, listen, I've been playing chess for thirty. Listen, Alex got me on this variation. What's it called? Monster chess. Monster chess. All right. So all he has is four pieces, four pawns, and a king as white. Four pawns and a king. That's all he's got against my full chessboard. The trick is, though, he gets to move two turns in a row, which kind of really sucks. Huh. It's like impossible to for him because he can move into check and out of check. So I have yet to beat him. It's driving me it, fucking nuts. It's not just me. At first glance, you're like, absolutely, no way. What are you going to do? That's with the biggest the bar trick ever. Yeah, but it's it's you could it's, win it's, fifty it bucks all day long gambling. People, yeah, I'm yeah. just going to have a king and four pawns, and I'll play against your whole board. Just let me move twice. Yeah. No, yeah. it's 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 extremely hard to win as white. I have not played the multi-level chess boards. Um, I've seen those. It I have not multi-level chess board. Yeah, there's have some you ever Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. Or one of those sci-fi movies. They always had that multi-level chess board. 
but uh one of my favorite there's weird. one of my favorite apps that i play with once in a while it's called really bad chess it's actually really cool because it takes away all the you know thought process of what you normally do it just randomly puts pieces sets pieces up on the board so like you may have like uh, three queens one rook two knights uh four pawns a bishop uh you know and then the other side is just randomly as well and then you have to play like that so not even the right amount of pieces it's just i mean you'll have like a full, mid game no you'll no 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 you'll have a full 16 but it'll be the pieces will be random so oh, it wow. starts normally on both sides but all the pieces will be random you know you may have uh you know four knights and and no queen and three bishops the other side may have you know two queens and no rooks and it's pretty cool so do the do the rules apply for the pawns that your first turn you can take two spaces if you want to or no? Yeah, regular rules like apply. that. So, but you can't hop over a piece if it's on the back row. No, the pawns don't go in the back row. It's the only. Oh, okay. They won't okay. set up pawns on the back row. Okay, but you may oh. have two two horses on the front row. Yeah, it's 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 weird. I'm it's, sorry, it's I really bad chess. Right? Actually, it's fun. All right. Without further yeah. ado, should I, we bring in our guest of honor? Bring them in. Yeah. Let's start our Meet Your Maker segment. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. It's time to meet your maker. There he is. Hey, hey. What's going on, guys? The man I officially dubbed the Great White Gringo. The Great White Gringo. And That's me. Big congratulations Does and it? big kudos. Thank you. Thank you. It was quite an honor. I didn't. I had no idea. They didn't give me any heads up. Are you sure you had no idea? Because you I were swear. there for that whole show. No, I swear. I, I, <laughs> I, I had no idea. They didn't say anything to me. I, I try to always listen to them. You know, again, sometimes you can't, you know. I try to listen to this show every week. I try to listen to that. I try to listen to a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, I don't. Always, a lot of shows. I I just happen to have the ability to to watch it, and uh, and so you know I was able to see the whole show. When when they announced your name, were you like? <sighs> I got a little teary eyed. Did and, you? Know, you? I was. Was it the best day of your life? Yeah, I was. I was like Sally Fields in the 1984 Oscars. I said, you know. Like, <laughs> you know you like me you really like me no. uh no it's quite an honor it's nice i mean either, I, there's a lot of people in this industry that work really hard and do a great job and so it was really nice that they uh you know they selected me it's always nice to be uh recognized for for hard work you did work hard man you you hustled throughout covid uh you were stopping here often enough um you just didn't let up was you know is it of boredom and lack of anything better to do or did you feel that was just an opportune time to really get out there and, and, and take advantage of the, you know, the situation of everybody being home and needing to interact. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to, to me, it was a huge job. Well, I mean, it was a little bit of all those things. If I had to sit home for that long, I would have, you know, ended up taking the bix out of my razors and calling it quits. Um, you know, so that, that obviously was a, a factor, but you know, you have to have courage in the face of life. I mean, everyone was sitting at home. Uh, a lot of people still wanted to, to, to see, uh, to see us, you know, reps or whoever coming in and, uh, you know, those who did, uh, I, I went to visit and, uh, it was certainly probable, you know, and people kind of, you know, they respect you coming out during that kind of time and seeing them, you know, uh, and, and, uh, it definitely was, uh, beneficial to the company. Awesome. Lots of cappuccinos in those times. Yeah. It was wonderful. Good times. 
<laughs> I could see through time from all the, you know, espresso and cappuccino. Now, I heard there was a a a, a, a secret trip to New York. Something about Paul. Paul, you want to queue up this story? Paul always gets. Yeah, I was, I was in New York for the for the summer. Uh, I guess Terrence kind of like went up there, but he wasn't really up. Like you, you said to me that it was kind of like it was an unofficial trip. Remember, I was going to try and meet up with you somewhere. Paul has such an impact. Know. Terrence can't even remember the whole incident. Yeah, he can't remember. Honestly, I'm almost well, positive this never happened. That he, he's trying, he's, he's trying, he's, you know, he's trying to, he's trying, you know, pretend he knows me now that I'm famous with the dojo. Or maybe you know, Terrence was going to was gonna meet up with me in New York. I, I don't think this ever happened. I'll be honest with you. Was it Terrence Riley? Was it Sean O'Reilly? Who was? Oh, listen, <laughs> Paul, well, you're a great guy. You know, you don't have to make up stories about saying I, I'll t- I'll find some time in my busy schedule and we'll hang out. You don't have to make up. You know, these. Oh, what a gentleman! Stories. Thank you. What a gentleman! Well, Evan Riley. Well, actually, Alex just recently. This is, I guess, a spot of Terrence Riley's. Alex recently just visit, but they, Evan Darnell wants to know about the, the infamous clutch burger. So yeah, it's a, a buddy of mine. Again, this is another great COVID story. Uh, when COVID first broke out, um, you know, everything was shut down. So I used to go walking with my son. He'd get on his bike and and we'd go around Coral Gables and uh, we'd go down uh, Miracle Mile, Geraldo, and literally everything is closed. It's a ghost town. But there, but there's this one restaurant on uh, Geraldo called uh, Clutch Burger. Um, and these guys are outside. Hey, grab, you know, you want a road soda? Hey, your son, you know, looks thirsty. How, how about a bottle of water? And they were just hustling out there. And I was like, man, I respect that. So I, so, uh, I, I, every day would go by and we, I'd get a beer or something and my son would get a lemonade. And then, uh, it just kind of spiraled from there. And then they started, you know, they started you know, serving food. So we, we have food. And then, uh, uh, again, I just respect heart, you know, anyone that's, you know, that, that, takes a situation and tries to make the best of it and really works hard to overcome it. And uh, so it just became uh, a friendship, Steve Bradley, the owner, he's an incredible guy. Uh, just worked his tail off through COVID and uh, they treat us like gold. And, you know, they got my son working there sometimes uh, doing tables. And serving he said food. that. So, he said that. Yeah. Uh, Did you go so in there and say, Alex, I'm a friend of Terrence. No, Bradley. listen, let me tell you. And I really got yeah, to get Alex. Uh, Alex I, ghosted me kind of, you I, know, he's I, like, I did not. I only made a post, you know, searching for Terrence Riley. But yeah. even just as me and Danny walked in the door, um, you know, Steve was great from the didn't know who I was. We were just average guy. I didn't tell him I know Terrence. Terrence hadn't, you know, mentioned him that we were going, but uh, he was great. Guys, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. This like you could tell you could tell that it was his place immediately. And just the the welcoming that, that you know, he gave was was awesome. It was awesome. And then he, he came out again. And I guess Terrence texted him and uh, yeah, he told us how sometimes, you know, if it's busy, just put your son to work. But yeah, shout out to Steve, man. He was a really nice guy, really great. Like I said, he didn't know who we were, who we knew, and he and he was, you know, just great from the bat. So from a scale of one to ten, Alex, how was the burger? Um, you know I'm a burger guy. Are you a burger guy? Yeah, you come into my house and make burgers. You are a burger guy. So Steve, he would have to fall in a different category. Um he I don't even know if he makes a normal burger. But I mean, my the vintage my burger, burger. Yeah, you gotta get the vintage burger. My burger, burger. had, dude. My burger had chorizo. It had uh, pork belly. It, it on it. It had you know little fried onion crisps. He makes like super. He's a gourmet burger guy. The yeah. one, the one thing I see is look. Part of my qualifications in a burger. Me personally, I'm gonna be William Cooper here for a minute. Oh God, um, God help us! You yeah. gotta hold it in your hand. It's gotta be able to be held, and you gotta be able to bite into it. 
Otherwise, it's not a burger. No, no, yeah, no. And so get, you get those so monstrous. Cut. I can't yeah. see somebody grabbing it. No, but it was. Listen, good. I mean, honestly, high quality burger. I mean, probably if I got to go, I'm going high eights. But um, but it, it's one of those burgers that that at least the one I had because it was that you you can get it. But once you start, you know, it's, don't put it down. You gotta you gotta just go for it. Yeah, and they oh, have they have a, a vintage. It's it's called the vintage burger. It's like just a classic burger. I mean, they, you know, they got some the stuff you had, but usually I just get the simple stuff. I get, uh, I get I get the burger. They, they got a steak sandwich, which is great. Yeah, there he is. Look at Steve. There he is. Yeah, there he is. Great guy. Great guy. Great guy. All right, I gotta go. That, and, 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 uh, truffle chips. Yeah, me truffle too. That is excellent. I I I feel like Terrence has like a uh, like some kind of a secret me- like private membership there. I've, oh, they, they got big like T's. one out of every ten posts. They got big T's wings. That's on the secret menu. You can order that. They got some delicious wings. You Are you them. serious? Is a secret? Is this a place that's got a secret menu? Yeah, big T's wings. Oh, that's cool. So, how do people know about anything about the secret menu? You got to like know the owner or hear about yeah, it. Yeah, you got you got to be in. You got to be in the club. You got to be in the circle. It's not so damn secret now, Terrence. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I kind of blew it. Kind of blew it, didn't I? How do you know what's on the secret menu? He just I can't tell you. It's a secret. He just gave you a little tidbit. But yeah, I've said too much already. I've already there, said too much. I can't talk anymore. It was anymore. just a random trip. It was yeah, just you may have just lost trip. your membership. Yeah, I'm, I'm out. Thanks. Paul, <laughs> Paul, we should go there after KMA for lunch. I would love to go there. Oh, wait, today? No, Wednesday that's night. That's a hopping little area, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that whole street is awesome. There's a lot of great yeah, restaurants a, on that street. It's a cool street. little There's, street. It's like, yeah, yeah everybody it's has walkway. outside and, yeah, yeah, big walkway. That That's Coral Gables? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I know the area a little bit. Very nice. But oh my unlike my backyard, when I walk outside and, of you know, You have uh, Galliano's Cigar Bars right there, too, our friend Ozzy. Yeah, Ozzy's right around the corner, yeah. Do they have Galliano there? Galliano where? Galliano what? At Galliano Cigar Bar. Is that a wine? They carry Galliano. Oh. It's a drink. It's a it's a liqueur. Yeah, okay. It's you, that's how you make a Harvey Wallbanger. You do you make a screwdriver Harvey and you put Galliano in. All right. Paul, don't don't ru- don't ruin this interview, please. I'm already destroying this. <laughs> you've done it, you've done enough well, today. You've done enough. Paul. Yeah. Well, shattered my dreams of in the industry. Uh, you heading over to TPE at the end of the month? Yeah, yeah, we'll be at TPE. So, yeah, we're looking forward to that. You guys do the TPE show? Yeah, we, we've done it uh, the last three years. Uh, in 2019, um, I just went out there to see what it was about because my memory of the TPE was kind of just mass market and, you know, vape and, and more kind of uh, convenience store uh, of, a, of a show. And then they were making a lot of effort to improve it and uh, – and so they said, hey, why don't you come out here um, and check it out? And if you like it next year, you know, partake. And so I said, what the heck? And so I went out and it was it was it was impressive enough to say, OK, let's we can come out here and, and uh, at least have a you know, we just have a small booth, a kiosk, basically. But it was tremendously successful and uh, very happy with it. And we and we did it again uh, uh, last year. And uh, and so you know, now we're back in January again, which I think will help. I think being in May last year because they had to shift because of covid. Um, it was like the first trade show back. It was still very good, uh, but I think being in January um, will be a be a home run. When when is that? It's twenty sixth, twenty eighth, or 9th. It's the last week of January. 
Um, that's when it traditionally oh, was. They just because of COVID, they moved it to mail. Oh, right, so. right, 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 right. But uh, but yeah, I mean, like, and we'll have uh, you know, the, the, some uh, some Cerberus for people to order there. You know, which will be shipping in uh, February. The new Guardian of the Farm Cerberus 2012 wrapper, Medio Tempo in the filler. You know, so it's uh, we're very excited about that. Actually, and, uh, being featured at the Great Smoke this February, we're very featured at the Great Smoke. Uh, it's going to be very in your, excited in your about it. It's a cigar that will be included in the party packs. The forty cigars that come with your Great Smoke party pack. Yep. So uh, we're happy to have it included. It's always nice to have something new and exciting in those packs. Only the best for you, Abe. We deeply appreciate it. You and the constant support. And once again, I also want to thank you um, for honoring us with making a TGS release for the Great Smoke second year in a row. Oh, um, it was awesome. My pleasure. Aganor Salif. She's a Butte Clark. Anniversario Maduro in this uh, never made before. Perfecto size. Look at those beautiful sticks. Look at that. Oh, Ooh. I get teary-eyed just looking at it. Terrence, I don't really remember <laughs> anything else in, in that size. From from us? Yeah, we don't make yeah. that size very very often. At least right. I mean, it, uh, we made the, we made, uh, the Corojo Anniversario blend as, as a limited uh, exclusive for uh, PCA a couple years ago. Um, but other than that, I can't think of any. We hardly have any Perfectos yeah. in our line at all. So that's and an exact we have none <laughs> now that I think about it. That, that, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, I don't think you see anything in that size from you guys, which makes yeah, it even none. more special. Yes, even more special. See, you guys, you know, look at we're, oh, we're, 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 do, we're, we're to, here to impress. We're, we're trying to, oh, you know, not only meet expectations, but exceed them. You know, and, and if you're watching and you don't know, this cigar is made exclusively uh, for the great smoke and those who are participating or and or attending. It exists in a very special Great Smoke store, which you can access if you have gotten a ticket for the Great Smoke. Um, there are still some of these left, and more information can be found at www.thegreatsmoke.com. And, of course, as being one of the five manufacturers who have made something special for the Great Smoke, you'll be having a little intimate interview session time with Michael Herklotz, which, big kudos to him, he had two cigars in the top ten of dojo's list last night yeah brand um, of the year as well and brand of the year um and uh yeah you'll have uh, some uh, private some little intimate interview time with michael herklotz uh during the great smoke for all our virtual attendees at home so very pumped up about the event coming up in what about five weeks now oh. greatest day of our lives that's what's gonna be greatest day of our lives also also in the tgs store is right now there's four well no the, the fourth hasn't dropped only three have dropped the Aganorsa, the DT Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust EX78, and just recently we just dropped this baby, the uh, Diet Sarsaparilla Dojo's cigar they made with Espinosa cigars in this Connecticut version. Fantastic, Alex and I smoked it Wednesday night. All these are available at the store, and I don't know if we posted it yet or announced it yet. Um, we teased it. We're a little bit behind, but um, the next release, which is coming up, Oh, gosh. The 26th of uh, January, I believe. I got to check my date on that. The 26th of January. Matt Booth, by six-year-old project. Yeah, 26th. Little Big Delicious. This is going to be our next release with Matt Booth. Super duper limited, as only Matt Booth would say. These are a smaller version of the Big Delicious cigar that was one of our original micro, first 10 of our micro blends. These little closed foot have you smoked it yet yes actually alex and i 
Alex and I first smoked it last July when Matt gave us some at the uh, PCA show. And we were, we, okay, were, okay. we were like, this is awesome. So uh, we've actually had the uh, luxury of smoking a few of these by now. I'm probably going to finish up this box since we've already opened and smoked some. So. Right. And that'll this, this will drop for all our TGS attendees on um, January 26th. I love that box. So, Terrence, <laughs> can we let's, – let's double back to Guardian of the Farm. We had a yes, little sir. confusion yesterday. So the we original, actually had a little discussion about it. Yeah, amongst us three, the original was a warped collaboration, or was it just that one size? No. So, so the original, the original was a warped co collaboration, and I believe uh, he even distributed it in the in the very beginning. Um, and then, okay, so that's why I didn't understand because I knew he had a guardian of the farm when we used to carry warped cigars that came from him. Yeah. Yeah, so that was originally when it came out. He was the distributor of it, and so then by the time I, I'm, I I'm just the company, curious. I'm just curious when you say collaboration, the because look, it, it, it's it's an often you know thing in the cigar industry. Who owns the name? We do. Okay, so he warped never owned the name Guardian of the Farm. No, so it was it was basically. I mean, I don't know how you want to say it. Co-promotion, like so, both both companies are featured on it. Uh, you know, one size has the warped band on it. So again, it was meant to be co-promotional, I guess, for lack of a better word. Um, but it's our it's our trademark, and uh, since I've been with the company, we've been distributing it, um, and and that's kind of how it was originally out of the the both Kyle uh, Gellis is a dog lover and has a dog named Apollo, and then we have uh, dogs that guard the fields, uh, American Bulldogs in Nicaragua, and uh, each one is named for one of those dogs. That that band always reminds me of my old dog Czar. Was that was an American bulldog? That band, yeah, yeah this one right here. Yeah, yeah, looks it's, like Zara. it's cool. It's cool because they they uh, it's a, not a breed that you see in Nicaragua. So if you're stealing something, sure. it looks like a you know a yeti is chasing you. I don't know, yeah, yeah. American beast. bulldog is, is like a, a pit bull on steroids. You know, yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah, a thirty pound heavier pit bull full of you know people think of bulldogs. They usually think of an English bulldog. An American bulldog is like just a big fat up. ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what yeah. People think of when you hear bulldogs, but American bulldogs are actually power, power yeah. too, man. Bulldog. They're, they're oh yeah, oh yeah, super powerful dogs. Yeah, it's really funny. Coop and the newest iteration is the is this one. Go ahead. No, no, no. I I didn't want to interrupt. I got sidetracked by one of the comments. So we went. So you had. So we had Garden of the Farm. Yep. Then we went Night Watch, which was essentially yes, the Maduro version. Yep, and that used our uh, shade-grown Corojo Maduro. Uh, that's a proprietary wrapper. It's not San Andres. It's not Broadleaf. It, uh, it's a wrapper we grow in Nicaragua, and it's grown under cheesecloth, under uh, you know, tapado, covered. Um, and and usually you'd associate that with a, a, a Connecticut shade from you know Connecticut or something like that, uh, a lighter-colored cigar. But they use higher primings of the plant that are thicker, and they ferment them for longer, so they get that nice, dark, rich Maduro hue. And so it's a, you know, all, all those words are important. Shade grown, Corojo, and Maduro. Um, and and, uh, and so the, the Guardian Night Watch features that wrapper. Very nice. Huh. So now we, now we have the Cerberus, which, which actually, for me, it really hits two things for me. Because uh, one, like I said, you know, Guardian of the Farm, it reminds me of my dog, American Bulldogs. And then we go with Cerberus, which I'm a big Greek history, Greek mythology guy. So we're hitting on on two things for me personally. What made you go with Cerberus? 
Well, one is uh, ironically we had the trademark for it, so that that oh, helped. Yeah, absolutely. so so I saw that, and then again, I I you know for some reason have a master's in classics, uh, ancient Greek and Roman, so. I try to incorporate that in some way so it doesn't feel like it was a total waste of my life to go <laughs> get a degree like that. Um, and, uh, and again, the brand overall is just a nice, co- it, it kind of shows where we are as a company. Uh, if you look at like the, the band, the band is, is, uh, it was professionally designed. It's really pops. I think it's a gorgeous band. Um, the, the blend uses our Corojo 2012 seed varietal. Um, that's a new seed we, we've been using. Usually we're known for Corojo 99 and Corojo 98. This has uh, the cover leaf is uh, Corojo 2012, so it adds a different dimension to the flavor. Um, it, the, the blend has Medio Tiempo in there, um, which is a very rare tobacco. Out of maybe 20,000 bales we harvest, 100, 120 maybe, or Medio Tiempo, very rare leaf. It's a top, It's made famous by the Cuban Bahique, which uses Medio Tiempo. Very top leaves, the top primings, maybe two or three leaves on a plant. Uh, th- very thick, uh, like alligator skin. Um, and small leaves and uh, just, but they add, they add kind of a depth and, and uh, structure to the blend that um, it's hard to achieve otherwise. And so it's, it's just, uh, it, it kind of encapsulates us. So, I mean, a lot of those tobaccos couldn't be used unless we were vertically integrated, which we are, and our leaf is our strength. And also, you know, the presentations are getting nicer on our, on our blends, you know, and, and uh, that's important too. People, you know, buy with their eyes. What a Absolutely. great tagline. Our leaf is our strength. Yeah. Well, it's true. Was that, was that a Terrence Riley uh, creation? Yeah, that, so that one was uh, yeah, that one was was mine. Uh, Claim it, uh, but we have to give a lot of we, we have to give a lot of credit. You know, I, I had much more of a, a kind of a gradual uh, original plan in terms of converting from Casa Fernandez to Aganorsa. Both uh, Dion Gilito from Illusion and Nick Malillo from Foundation pushed very hard to just say just change it right away. And so we we kind of we did change it right, pretty much right when I joined, um, rather than doing it more gradually. And I think that was a good idea. So again, you know, you're only as successful as the people around you. So it's a, a lot of people contribute to what we've been doing and, and make it Anthony, what it is. Anthony, if you're asking us about the Serbia, it's, it's, it's not out yet. So uh, when, when do they start shipping Terrence? So, so, so they're going to be shipping in February. The, the great smoke, I mean, is going to be uh, basically the, the first place you can, you can get it. Uh, it's it's going to uh, be in the, pa- the pack, as you mentioned, and then we'll have it for sale there. Um, and then it'll be shipping nationally around that time too. There you have it. So um, it'll be it'll be in our TGS store with special pricing and uh, and maybe some special promotions uh, if you have a TGS ticket. If not, you'll find it in our regular smoking.com site. So and I've been validating them like crazy. So uh, I I can assure you they're excellent. You know I I just I'm doing it for you. It's not for me. We we actually had one. They were very very good. Terrence was nice enough to drop some off. I think he even dropped one off for Dan. Yeah, Labau. There he is. He's saying it's awesome. There you go. Straight yeah, from the consumer's mouth. Yeah, that's the most. Hey, the only uh, metric of success is passion for the product from the consumer. So Dan with the nice smoking socialite uh, banner on his uh, avatar, loving it. Yeah, looking good. Looking I think we need to redesign those socialite banners. I think we need to make a new set. Yeah. I'm sure something. Maybe, maybe uh, put a little chess, couple of chess pieces on there. <laughs> That's mine. Leave that to me. But I'm sure Carlos can come up with something cool. Speaking about, we got, I think, enough time to cover this during the break. Speaking about um, rebanding and repackaging, Um you are in the middle of, I think, rebanding and repackaging the Casa Fernandez line. 
Yeah, so so uh, the the core line brand of uh, Aganor Sleeve, Corojo, Maduro, Connecticut, and Habano is still technically kind of under the Casa Fernandez banner. Uh, it still says Casa Fernandez on the band. Um, so we, it's it's time to get rid of that. Um, we, we, we're upgrading the packaging. It's going to be more reflective of of our current uh, logo and, and how we look now and the image we want to project. Um, so we're really excited about that. Um, is that the last of your move over is that is this the no there's still there's still plenty more there's other brands and other things there's there's still lots to do the thing is you can only do so much at one time and and again it's hard enough as it is doing one thing never mind 30 things and so uh we try to take it piecemeal i I, there's arguments to be made either way to kind of either just totally tear the bandit off or or to kind of do it slowly but in, in my experience you kind of execute better if you take one project do it really well and then you go to the next because then people are excited for the right. next. And you kind of do six things at the same time and, they, and they're all kind of half. It's you know. lost. Yeah, exactly. Paul, you got some images of the old new banding, I believe. Uh, I believe that's one of the old ones, right? Yeah, so that's all the anniversario. And that's the new anniversario, right. which, which again, if you see the band, it, is, it looks a little bit different. We also want to, like on the anniversario, that one... Uh, we, we, we wanted it to be reminiscent of the original because it's, it's a successful line for us. Uh, and you don't want to turn, you know, you, you know how it is. You change anything. If, if Sprite makes the packaging more than 30% yellow, people complain it tastes too much like lemon. So you don't want to turn people off that smoke it already. So we wanted it reminiscent of, of uh, in the case of the Anniversario, um, mm-hmm. to not be a, a, to- a radical departure. But definitely it's, it's upgraded. You can see the band. It's a, it's a lot better. Is that, is that all the images you have, Paul? That's what he's well, got. The, uh, well, the, for the for the new stuff, we haven't even released it yet. You're kind of uh, oh, so you didn't want to show them? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We weren't even no, supposed to talk about it. To, to me, me the other day, I told Paul, make sure you get those. I didn't know you didn't release. Yeah, them. no, that that that's a whole up. different look. I mean, I, I don't. I can maybe you know send you the picture after. Well, I you know it's not it's not so released. It is, yet, so I don't even know if I'm, I'm allowed to. But but I'm I'm actually smoking the Miami Reserve. I I had this slip before Abe dropped off a rare leaf. Is this getting a rebanding too? Yes. Oh no, not the Miami. But that, that that one is gonna is gonna be uh, is uh, down the line. So right now it's it's gonna what's the next up is the Corojo, Maduro, Habano, and Connecticut of the Cas Fernandez Aganor Sleeve line. Uh, so Cas Fernandez it'll be called Aganor Sleeve Corojo, Maduro, Connecticut, Habano. Nice. And it'll look and it'll look like an Aganor product, which not right now it, it doesn't really. It looks still like yeah. the old brand. Right. This Miami Reserve Toro. This is mine and. Casey Abu Dhabi's hidden gem. We love this cigar. This yeah, you know it's Abu funny. It's, yeah, the the Reserva. We because because it needs to be repackaged eventually. We don't promote it too too much, but it's a cigar that still finds its way to sell it halfway decently, despite that because it's a great blend. The blend's incredible. So it's another yeah, one. We really just is. need to get it in the right packaging. We need to be you know we need to do some tune up to it. And then one of the things that attracted me to this company is that the blends were always there. They were great blends. Just the best blend you've never heard of or you don't relate to is one you don't right. smoke. And so everything we've kind of been doing is been to bring attention to what we're doing and, uh, and, to, and so that the people that do relate to us and do identify and love the flavor profile that, that we have that nobody else has, uh, you know, become aware of it. And that's really the, you know, all we're trying to do. My first cigar from, from you guys was uh, when I, I think my first great smoke. It was one of the cigars that they that they gave away. And I I honestly, having been involved with Abe's, I mean, maybe six months at that point, 
I really was not familiar with Casa Fernandez at all. And yeah. uh, I I want to say interesting it's that thing, though, Paul, The interesting thing is a lot of people, you know, when they say my first Aganorsa cigar may have been this, but you have probably smoked Aganorsa leaf, Casa Fernandez tobacco 10, 15, right, 20, right. 50 times prior to actually knowing their brand. Right. Yeah, I mean, they were very much uh, in the sense of they were kind of satisfied with be, being in the background for the most part. I mean, they had their brands that the JFR brand is still a massive seller for us. It's, it's It was doing well before I ever landed with the company. Um, so in that sense, they they, they were doing well, uh, but it just nobody knew them. And in, in fact, everybody knew the brands they made, but they didn't know their own brands. And so that was just and that was their own you know doing, really. They hadn't put any effort really into promoting themselves. And, uh, and then they brought me on board to, to, to help do that. And, and it's, you know, it's been fairly successful. Kudos uh, to you. Have to say really Not to everybody. Hey, listen, we can't do it without you guys. I mean, you guys give me the opportunity to be in, in, on the show in the stores. We can't do it without, it, it takes a, a lot of people to make this happen. All the people in the factory making the blends, our office people, our sales reps, everybody, man. It's, it's, so it takes one person to screw it all up. You know, I mean, I, I'm, oh. I get benefited, uh, the benefit of the, of the, you know, of it going well, you know, I get the, the credit and then if it goes poorly, I get more of the blame, but Abe, I mean, if the great smoke, pull, you know, it gets pulled off, uh, well, everyone goes, Abe did an amazing job. And if it, you know, something, there's a snafu, they go, Abe screwed up, you know? And, and, uh, and it's really, it's a, it's a team effort. There's a whole bunch of people that are involved and everyone's got to do their job well to make it go right. That's the truth. Hey, Paul, can you block this YouTuber guy? What do we got? Yes, hey, I can. Yeah, get him. Why? Right, what's he doing? What's what's going on? I got him. Go oh, somebody I got a spammer. Joe and start spamming. I got him. Feed. Oh, you got, oh, I see. You got him. Okay. Right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> with, with with YouTube, it seems that these guys get these like uh, bots get on a lot easier than they do with Facebook for some yeah. reason. So they'll they'll like spam like um, like weird weird like coding things and strange things just to for whatever reason I don't I don't know what it does, but we have That's to weird. continuously block them. What was your first great smoke, Paul? You said it, your first great smoke. I can't even remember how far back that might be for you. Like two years ago. Um, no. <laughs> six six years ago. Were, were, were you there when we were still being done at the fairground at the uh, German club? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Do you know? You know what? You know why I remember it actually at the at the um, at the German club because one I had been to Oktoberfest there, but when we were there, I don't know if you were there for this, Abe. I was wearing. Uh, I was there as a guest. You don't know. I, mean, if I was, I was carrying boxes smoke? and stuff. No, no, no. I don't know if you were there for when this happened. Oh. I was lighting a cigar with matches. I think. I think <laughs> Eric Espinosa put a cigar in my mouth and then walked away. And I was like, oh, all right, thanks. And I, I was lighting a cigar with matches and I, you know, blew out the match by swinging it in my hand Did and it fell fire? in my pocket. It, my shirt, it was like an old Navy cheapo shirt. The pocket square just went. And my wife was like, holy shit. I had, I had a hole and a big burn mark right there. And it burned the hair off my chest. I was like, Jesus Christ. So I had to walk around the rest of the day with this big burn mark on my oh, shirt. I probably still have the shirt. I think my but that was that was my memorable occasion. My, my my favorite memory of the Great Smoke is when Pete Hernandez, God bless him, rode the mechanical bull. Still, in that video, <laughs> you guys got to replace that video because I, I watched we that video it. with, with Jeff Borshowitz. 
in in uh, a cor- from Corona, and he laughed so hard, I thought he was gonna p- pass out. Like he was almost gonna fall off his chair. I, that, that, that's one of the. I just gotta cue this up if Paul finds the video because most I'm people trying. laugh so hard that they don't. They've already stopped paying attention to what I think is one of the funniest moments in that video. And by the way, who was telling me that Jeff passed out? You were with him. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I didn't pass out, Jeff but he was laughing so hard that he was like, he, I yeah. thought he was going to pass out. Jeff has actually a physical ailment that if he laughs too hard, he will pass out. Really? No, he, oh, he didn't no, actually pass out, joke. but he was, he, he was dying no, that's not a joke. He has a physical yeah. ailment, and he almost passed out watching that video. But yeah. if, if, if I was Paul there. This, if Paul cues this up or you go to our YouTube channel and you find it, let me just tell you something. Pete, I challenged Pete to get on a mechanical bull we had out there one year. And it took two guys, and one of these guys was older. He had to be in his 60s, right? It took two guys to really get him up on the bull. They, they had like three or four attempts, right, of him trying to get up there. Then he finally got him up there, right? And he's not – they couldn't even have time to walk back to turn the machine on. He already fell off. And Pete falls off, and this old guy, like, wants to make sure, yeah, that he doesn't try to get back up. He just does – Give a round of applause. Everybody give so, a round. Like he's like, we're done. We're not putting this guy back up on the bull. Everybody oh, give a round of applause. I sent you my uh, edited you... version that I torture Pete with. It's not the whole video, but if you can't find a video, there's that clip of it. It's, no, you, you, you got the Kid Rock Cowboy Facebook music page. playing. Oh, it was amazing. That's one of the funniest things. That's my favorite moment of, of oh, oh, yeah, that's a great smoke. Yeah. We did a little stat card on him and everything. <laughs> that was one of the funniest moments. But we've had a lot Alex, of. Do you know how to get it up there? Smoke. We had a Segway mean? crash. We had Matt Booth peeing what, in the dunk tank. You know, Matt Booth peed in the dunk tank one year. I mean, it's just you know, it's been a long decade and a half plus of some pretty fun and, and, and memorable times. And speaking of memorable times, the Secretary of State is actually listening and watching right now. Um, we just put up the menu. I think it was yesterday. The menu for the Great Smoke dinner. Now, these menus are over, I mean, his dinners are always over the top. But if you get a chance, go to the Great Smoke on Facebook or go to the website. I think we got the menu up on the website now. But he is. Put, oh yeah, here it is. That's just a snippet. This is my snippet. <laughs> oh no, this is this is without him trying to get on. Oh, that yeah, is this is just fun. my snippet. Oh, no, no. <laughs> look at the cell phone. Look at the cell phone. Look at the cell phone. It goes flying. That's his watch. <laughs> Where's the audio? His watch? That's his watch coming off his wrist. <laughs> but no, the full the full length feature is so much funnier because <laughs> oh, it's amazing. It, I it know. I'm looking for it. Bouncing I'm looking up, for them trying to yeah. shovel him up. Oh, it's amazing. Can you not that's, find that's the amazing. Ball? It is I'll hilarious. Find the during the break. That's the best thing. Okay, I've find seen. the link during the break. I'll, I'll, I'll go during the, the best break, thing but. I've ever seen. Oh, dude, the, the whole oh. video the way we. Heated up was was brilliant, man. It's literally one of the funniest. We things played it. Ever. We played it one time on the air while Pete was on, and he was not amused, man. He like really. You know, Pete's like such a jovial, so, such a jovial guy. Yeah, he was just yeah. like enough already, please, enough. Oh, the poor, he, yeah, the poor he guy. Have fun with it. They would. They wouldn't let you. There, there's a um, Kevin Shan's asking. There's it's it's a air mattress floor for when you fall off, so you can't really go on it with shoes. That's why he was barefoot. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't like drunk and barefoot. Yeah, there's been enough people making fun of barefoot people in this industry already. It's, let's not go there. <laughs> Teach their own. I got it, Paul. Oh man, you got it. Oh, you got it. All right, I'm gonna put it in the chat. Oh, I had to share. Amazing. 
All right, we'll don't play it. We'll play it after the break, the full feature of one of the greatest moments of the okay. smoke history. Yeah. Um, we're gonna take a short break to go uh, you know, obviously a feature our sponsors and get some quick messages. And Alex has got to go to the bathroom. In hour two, we're gonna have uh, more with Terrence Riley, the great white gringo. We have a new segment from Avo Cigars. Oh, yeah. Terrence, Terrence is gonna be our first contestant in Name That Jam. By Avo oh, Cigars and the terrible. Scoop, all coming up in hour two. Don't go anywhere. Keep it lit. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat, even if you do not inhale. With Altadis rich in profound history, it only makes sense to showcase one of their popular cigars after Mr. Henry Clay. Receiving a top 10 spot in Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars, the Henry Clay Warhawk has top-notch construction while boasting with complex flavors. Cloaked in an Ecuadorian Connecticut shade wrapper with a Connecticut broadleaf binder and a Nicaraguan Criollo fillers, this medium to full-body smoke has flavor notes of toasted almonds, earth, and a peppery finish that pairs nicely with a lemonade. It is available in three sizes, Corona, Robusto, and Toro. If you're looking for a cigar that has an abundance of flavor and history, then this 95-rated Henry Clay Warhawk is the cigar for you. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat, even if you do not inhale. Hey, babe. Yeah? I'm almost out of wine, and I want to order some online. Where should I order from this time? KMAWines.com, of course. KMAWines.com? What's that? What's that? What's that? Hold on a second. Let me show you. You see, KMA has teamed up with Bonner Fine Wines to offer KMA listeners a fantastic deal on a Malbec three-wine sampler. You see, here is their famous Malbec grown at an altitude of 8,950 feet. Three wines from the edge of the world. An old French Malbec variety no longer found in Europe. These three wines, 200 years in the making, yours, KMA listeners, for 53% off. Normally $130, but like I said, KMA listeners get 53% off. That makes it $69.99. So what do you think? I think we should order. I agree. And done. Honest Abe here, smoking cigars. It's that time of year again, the great smoke. For over a decade and a half, we've been hosting one of the country's biggest cigar bashes, where aficionados from all over the world would trek to South Florida for a four-day extravaganza. In 2019, we themed our event for the first time, 70s disco, Can You Dig It? And it was one of the biggest events we ever had, and we looked forward to the very next one. Unfortunately, the world was hit by a pandemic and cigar events and functions were being canceled all over the country. Our team was poised with the question, what do we do? Do we cancel the event? Do we do a half-cocked event and just get by? No, instead we put on our thinking caps and put on one of the most epic seven-hour virtual events that was enjoyed by thousands and viewed by tens of thousands of people all over the world. Our event in 2021, the digital experience, forever changed how these types of events will be done. So this year, for the first time in 2022, 
the Great Smoke, The Last Blue Owl, will be both an in-live and virtual event experience. We had hundreds of people who contacted us early this year telling us how much they enjoyed our virtual event this year, how they had never participated in one of these mega events because they were unable to take time off for work and travel and come down. So this year we're going out of our way so that people can enjoy the event in their own home as they did earlier this year and also do it in live. Michael Herklotz of Ferriotego Cigars and Kim Keeney will be returning in 2022 to reprise their roles as co-hosts for The Great Smoke. As we did earlier this year for the first time, we have worked with select manufacturers to make very limited TGS releases. We got Aganor Salif, Espinosa Cigars, Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust, Room 101, and ADV cigars. They will each be making a very limited run of TGS edition cigars, exclusively to ticket holders for the Great Smoke. There will be a series of special virtual events between the end of November and the beginning of February where all these TGS limited releases will be offered prior to the Great Smoke event. So you will need to get your ticket in advance to be eligible to get into this very special TGS virtual store to participate in these events prior to the Great Smoke Day. As always this year, we're going to have a very special dinner hosted by the Red Meat Lovers Club and special guest Steve Saka from Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. This is going to be a last luau feast like you've never seen before and all attendees will get a very limited RML, it's Red Meat Lovers Cigar, made by Steve Saka just for this event. So what do you have to do to participate? Go to thegreatsmoke.com, secure your ticket, which will get you the last luau party back. Now, whether you're virtual or coming live, everyone will get the same epic package. This is the most epic Great Smoke package we've ever made in the history of this event. Almost $450 worth of swag and 40 premium cigars that will either be delivered to your door or handed to you the day of the event. As always, during the Great Smoke, we'll have mega raffles and prizes, and whether you're at home or there live in person, Everyone who gets a ticket is automatically entered. The event dates are February 24th through February 27th, with the main event being February 26th. And whether you're there in person or live watching at home, we're going to have five special virtual sessions and interaction with what's going on in the event floor so you can actually see what people and what things are going on as the event is happening. Tickets go on sale this Friday, November 12th, noon Eastern Standard Time. I urge everyone out there to get their tickets early. They'll let you participate in all the pre-virtual events we're gonna have with the manufacturers who made limited releases, and it'll secure your ticket because our feeling this will be the most epic year ever as far as ticket sales and how fast they'll go. To get your tickets and for more information, go to www.thegreatsmoke.com. The last luau, baby, because this will be the last luau you'll ever need to go to. Peace. Welcome back, everyone. Honest Abe here. KMA episode number 445. I had to look down and remind myself. I'm here with Paul DeGracco, the GOAT, and our man, Terrence Riley. Uh, for anybody who saw that commercial, The Great Smoke, um, you know, the, it did sell out quick. The virtual tickets sold out last year. We put one final block up. I can't tell you how many emails we got saying, oh, are you going to put more up? We missed out. This will be the final block. when these And there's only a handful left for virtual tickets. So if you want to participate and you're unable to come to the event live or, you know, feel like you prefer to do it from remotely from home or wherever you're going to do it from, get your virtual tickets. Because when this batch is gone that we've loaded up, there will be no more virtual tickets. I guarantee and promise you. 
this is this is it so the rest will be saved for all the remaining people who will be coming live and uh we're very excited about that that being said do we have this video to queue up of uh oh we sure do paul hernandez let's play this epic great smoke moment here can you see it on there okay yes, we can here we go <laughs> the adjustment Someone tags him. He's got to see that video. He does. He oh, does listen man. quite regularly. I'm sure he's he'll pop on at some point and be like, "I heard my name was mentioned." It's amazing. Uh, classic moment. All right, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's time for our brand new segment for 2022, sponsored by Avo Cigars. This is going to be called "Name That Jam." <laughs> pieces man oh it's cool it's cool nice little intro piece so this is what we're going to do terrence we're going to play you five seconds of a song okay right it's kind of like old-fashioned name that tune or if you're young and a newbie it's uh what's it called beach shazam now they call it i don't know i don't know what that means yeah but anyways we're gonna play you five seconds of a song and then you're gonna have to see if you can guess what it is everybody at home watching wherever you're at feel free to chime in and see if you can figure it out we're gonna see who who uh, of our uh, guests this year on KMA Radio are somewhat musically inclined? Let's run the clip. I I didn't even get to hear it. It muted me. No, I'll get it. I'll I'll get it. I'll run it again. It's gonna mute you, but you can still hear it. Here we go. Shh. Uh, never mention the word addiction in certain company. What the, I don't no, know. That's Black Crows. No, no. It's, Black Crows. It's, not, it's not that. Nope. I have no idea. You want it? I'm, you want I'm, it one more time? I'm trying to see if anybody in the audience has any guesses. I'll give you a little hint. It, it should be close to home for you. It should be. Go ahead. Is play it Aerosmith or something. Play one more time.
Patience, Guns N' Roses, no. You know, you 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 don't realize this, this is our first. No, time. that's funny because I said that too. I said oh. it has the Guns N' Roses. Somebody did guess it right. Let's let's play the reveal. Oh, oh wait, come on, Paul. I blew it. Mama there you go. It. I believe the first person who got it right was Rick Jackson. Rick, yeah. Wow. Rick Jackson. That's good. I would I would have not got that. It's a great tune, too. Yeah. You know, you we, we you know, this is the first time we did this 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 version of you know the album. I'm a guinea pig. I tell you what, man. Yeah, you are back. It's not easy to find five seconds of song where you can say maybe some people get it. Because like I would play like one second out to be like, yeah, that's it. That's it. I'm and I'm not, a, I'm not even a big classic rock guy. And he was playing play classic. I'm like, no, that's too easy. Too easy. Yeah, it was like I played yeah, like literally I, one, one second, one. two seconds, and he like named it. I'm like, fuck. So um, that, <laughs> yeah, but I didn't get I'm terrible at that. Kind of Paul, I, I said the same thing. I said it has a Guns N' Roses rock ballad type. No, yeah, thank yeah, you yeah. so much yeah, for being our first it. contestant. I named that jam. Thank you to Avo Cigars and Eddie Guerra for. Uh, Continuing your support of KMA Talk Radio with this awesome segment. I think we're going to have fun with it this year. So deeply appreciate it. We're going to have some angry guests. Damn it, I knew that. <laughs> well, that's what you want. You want at least that when you name the song, most people say, oh, I knew that. You know, you can't pick one that's so obscure. It's like, what? Right. So it's really This was one. Easy. I'm not going to lie. I know Boston, but I guess not well, because I swear, I d it still doesn't even sound familiar to me, that Yeah, me song. and Paul didn't get this I one. don't know that song. That's a great we, tune. We had a couple. That, that's what I said when I picked it. They never heard yeah. that song. I'm like, are you kidding? You never heard, you never heard of it? They both never heard the song Amanda. I'm like, are you no, kidding? And I, and, I worked, and I worked at a classic rock station. You know, it's, I don't know. I looked it up. It's their, like, number Listen, two hit man, of all time, I, I just so missed I, this one. Look, I fired off, like, seven in, like, 0.75 seconds yeah. of when he played him. I, 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 this one that got me, you know. Well, yeah. This, oh, here's Coop with the, the one that got away. <laughs> cool. Yeah, Coop. Number one song in 1986. When, <laughs> ask Coop when I'm getting my, my photo contest award. Yeah, I want I want to know when I'm getting. Whoa. I know it's just a formality, but I just, I just want to have my – I don't know. Maybe they should have the second place contest. Is that, Did you, know, you receive already over. for your uh, 2018 Man of the Year from Coop? Did you get a trophy? I did. Or, you did. You did. I got. I did. I got. A, I got the. Uh, I got the trophy, or the plaque. Excuse me. I have the plaque. It was very kind of him. He was right. He was. He was. Uh, he was ahead of his time. He saw what was coming. He's, I, I got to give him credit. Coop hashtag living in the past. <laughs> He'll be yeah, I just want I just want my photo contest trophy. That's all I want, you know. Coop, uh, Coop's made a little waves this weekend. We're just gonna discuss it when we get him on a little bit earlier. I'm gonna have a little fun with Coop today. Oh, I can't wait to give him a is, hard time. is that from last year you won a prize? Because he sent out 2018 he about how there's no more no, prizes. No, 2018. I, I, 2018. I won 2018. Oh, okay. Hence um, 2018 yeah, man of the year award. Keeping it, keep it Agonorsis-centric until uh, Coop's <laughs> segment. Um, you have another version of Supreme Leaf coming out. Is that correct? Yeah. We, so uh, every six months, it's a new, uh, it's a new size, uh, Vitola. Um, we, we don't repeat them. Uh, although this one is also Aren't a boost. Aren't you going to run out of sizes eventually? Every six months, you know, it's... Listen, Abe, let's not take a turn to negative town. Let's stay here in positive. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, Am I sounding right like now. Coop? Am I yeah, sounding yeah, like yeah. Coop? 
Yeah, we'll, we'll bring Coop on if we want some negativity. I, I, I want to stay positive. <laughs> uh, no, but but uh, this size is also Robusto. The original size was a Robusto. Um, but this one's a slight, it's got some COVID weight on there. So uh, the original was a 552. This is a 554. So it's a little bit thicker. But for whatever reason, uh, to me, the blend works best in the 54. My favorite size is the Torpedo, which uh, we released this past summer. Just got a 93 and half half wheel. It was the highest rated cigar in half wheel uh, in over a year. Um, and then uh, the second favorite size was the Toro we did, which was also a 54. So 54 seems to be the sweet spot for the blend. Um, so we're going to go do a Robusto in a 54 and uh, see if that works. The, the original Robusto was massively popular. So it'll be fun to see how people compare the two. Um, you know, and, and see if that little tweak in ring gauge makes a difference. I don't even know what no more air prizes starting next year even means. That's so I, that's what I was saying. Coop said he's not giving prizes anymore. Instead, he'll donate money to charity for the airport selfies. So he did a whole press release about it that there will be. No How much is he donating for given. my prize this year? He can donate my prize to, to the charity this year. There you go. <laughs> I'm trying to goad him into not giving it to me. I'm trying. I'm trying to make it so he won't give it to me because I'm going to go on a diatribe if he doesn't give it to me. That of outrage that will be impressive even for social media. So that's that's oh. the whole goal is that he do is he doesn't give me the award so I can just go on this rant. That's what I'm looking forward to. Now, now, what award is he not going to give you? So he has the airport photo contest, which I clearly won. I mean, let's be honest with ourselves here. Uh, you know, I'm the winner of that. Uh, if he wants to formalize it with, by giving me a trophy, he can do that. Um, but what I'm trying to do is try to, uh, you know, goad him into not giving it to me. If you so want to can... goad him into not giving it to you, just tell him that you absolutely positively have the best one ever made. That's all you got to do. That's what I've been doing for the last three months. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you have a picture of this anywhere? Oh, the, it's like, not well, the pic it's not really the pictures. Yeah, it's just it, it's it's kind of you know the pictures aren't even special. That's kind of part of the the joke of it is that uh, I kind of go onto a diatribe and write about travel and everything like that. Again, that, it's really that's just what I was going to say. Just, you're, I'm just messing key, around for anybody listening. I'm not your really. Your key to victory you know. is the descriptive language of your captions. So yeah, right. yeah, that's not I, the I, pictures. No. Yeah, the pictures are not special. So yeah, you post a lot of airport selfies. Ryan Miller, I, I assume at some point they'll have to get to a Lancero. Well, they did a, well, a maybe a Corona Gorda. What was your? We did a Corona. We had, <laughs> yeah, it's not even a good picture. We did a Corona Gorda. Grill good hair. It's it's uh, wild hair. Uh, we did a Corona Gorda uh, six by forty six as two sizes ago. This time last year, you know, and that's my favorite size. I love a, a six by forty six. Wasn't my favorite of of them all in, in the blend um again ultimately what i personally like doesn't even matter it's what the consumer likes um but it just seems that the blend works best in that in that 50 54 ring but again we'll keep playing with it maybe we'll do a lancero and and it'll you know it'll work even better in that size so that's part of the fun is you get to see how it's going to turn out hey okay this is just a slightly different ring gauge than the last one this one's got a a, a tapered head this one's a little bit longer what's you know how does all that impact experience and in flavor and aroma and everything else. So that's, that's the fun is, is finding out. It's Cooper is there Lancero a rhyme or reason to it? The sizes? Coop makes fun of uh, Lancero. Yeah, like is there a rhyme or reason to what would do well and what doesn't do well? Like, do you, you know, I, I, I don't know. I really, I mean, I think maybe this, the tobacco, uh, you know, the combination of tobacco is used. Maybe it's, maybe just uh, there's more synergy in some ring gauges than others. 
I, I, I personally, I mean, you'd have to talk to a fact, the factory guys about that. I, I don't know enough about it to, to really give you a, a good explanation, but I, I have noticed, noticed that some blends work better in certain sizes than, than others, no matter how much you play around with it or whatever. It's just, just how it is. You have to smoke it and see how it goes, I guess. Yeah. I validate. You have to validate. Crucial. Where did that whole validation come from? What's so uh, Paul Palmer, our president, our office, when a shipment comes in, he would say, let's, let's validate it, which is a real, which is a real thing we do. We sit down there and we randomly select uh, different boxes of stuff that we make. And then we also, if something's new, of course, uh, you know, ch check that. And again, you're, you look at it. How's the wrapper? Uh, is it, is it triple capped? Uh, okay. How's the cold draw? Is it, does it draw well? Does it burn well? Is the flavor what it's supposed to be? Is it good flavor? And you do all this to kind of make sure that you're, you're, you're consistent. And it's a real thing that we, we do. But what I turned it into basically is that whenever I want to smoke something, uh, I just say I'm validating it so I can smoke it. And it kind of just, uh, it's kind of, went for it. so when I'm saying I'm, we're valid, I'm validating something really all that means is that I'm enjoying smoking it and I want to keep smoking it. And to justify that, I'm saying it's work. Is that what keep validating great it? Smoke shipment? Did you validate it? Because we were missing two cigars from our great yeah, smoke we did, we did, we did. Somebody opened, it was, it was actually we actually opened one of the bundles and took two cigars. Yeah, that was validated. <laughs> it got validated before it left the warehouse. Right? Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll bring two extra. We'll bring two extra up there for you. Don't worry. Uh, well, you know, normally I'm not paranoid. We always stop. You know, tickets a little bit short because there's always a count that's messed up or not. But this year, it's like it's looking eminent that we could easily sell every single ticket, even though I'm probably spare. But I just texted, I said, hey, just a heads up. One of the bundles that were sent for your great smoke cigars was cracked open. Two cigars were missing. Is ah, I bring extra, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, no, I always have extra just in case, you know, so, uh, but yeah, we had to validate. We had to make sure it was right. We can't, we can't have great smoke attendees smoking something that hasn't been validated. Appreciate it. So this, I just want to also pin out, point out to our awesome fans and followers. You'll see a lot of new ads uh, for KMA Talk Radio uh, in, in 2022. There's been about three that scrolled by, Tatiana, um, Diamond Crown, CAO. Um, these are guys who help make this show happen. So if you haven't tried any of these lines that you see here, give them a shot. Try a five-pack. Next time, make your own sampler, smoke in, throw one of the cigars in. Give them a shot. A lot of new supporters, and these are the brands that help keep KMA going. So if you're a fan of the show, next time you're at your brick and mortar or you're shopping online, Check some of these lines out and give them a shot if you haven't tried them already. Just wanted to throw that in there. What else we got? We got taxed. Ben Wilson, we got taxed. So, Terrence, outside of the Great Smoke, TPE, uh, what's what's on the docket for 2022 for Aganor Salif? Anything you could share with our listeners and fans of what's going on? You mean product-wise? Product-wise, events-wise, you know, rebranding, anything cool? I mean, look, we're all busy and got projects constantly in the loop. I don't know if there's anything you can talk about, but if there's something you want to share with our listeners, now's the time. Yeah, I, th I think the, the overall uh, agenda is, is, again, increase audience, get more in front of more people, you know, and we've done a really good job with that over the last four years, but we have a ways to go. I mean... If you have 10 customers come in your store and say, hey, have you heard of Aganursa? How many of them have heard of us? I mean, you know, who knows? Uh, and so we're trying to get all 10. We want all 10 to be like, Aganursa, yeah, they make great cigars. You have them here? Um, so we're doing a lot of things. We've got a YouTube channel. Uh, please subscribe to it. It's a, it's it's uh, called Aganorsa Leaf Experience. 
it, it uh, has great content, really shows a lot of our fields, farms, uh, a lot of our blends, talks about them. You can see a smoke-in video. We did a video with you in there. Uh, yes. So we have retail partner videos in there. Um, so uh, really trying to reach as many people as possible. Uh, rebrand, as you mentioned, we got the core line rebrand coming. It's going to really be more reflective of, of uh, who, who we are today and, and be more identifiable as Agonorsa than, than it currently looks. Um, we also have uh, down the line the uh, uh, Rare Leaf we're going to have for our Agonorsa Select partners, a uh, Maduro version of it, but that's not towards the end of the year. But we're really excited about that. That blend is incredible, and uh, I, I think people are going to – be really excited about it. We're taking our time with it. It won't be out towards the end of the year, but but it, it's coming and and uh, we're excited. Terrence, um, did I did I see? I think you posted a picture. You guys got a bunch of tobacco in to to roll fumas for the Agonorse experience. I'm I'm sorry. What was that again? I missed you. Didn't I see you posted a picture? You guys got a bunch of tobacco in to roll little fumas for the Agonorse yeah, experience. Yes. So we're, we we, we let, me, let me just before you. I mean, if you. If you had the opportunity to catch Terrence in a store for the Agonorsa experience, it's really the best small group educational interactive experience you can have. It's And I've done it with a lot of uh, people, but the way you put it on is really excellent. But go ahead. No, so thank, yeah, uh, So basically the Agonorsa experience is, is something we've, we've done to really give people an opportunity to sample the key components that make up our signature flavor. Uh, it's Corojo 99 and Criollo 98 from Jalapa and Esteli. All our blends have that in there. They're all, uh, it's like every cake has sugar and egg, unless it's a weird vegan cake and nobody likes those. So uh, you're always going to get that kind of backbone of Agonorsa in, in, in basically every blend. Um, and so it's cool to experience how those each com uh, contribute different tasting notes and then how they combine to create a, a, a profile that's more complex than some of its parts. And so now with the Corojo 2012, uh, because we're utilizing that in, uh, quite a bit, we wanna show people uh, how that contributes to the blend as well and adds another dimension, another level. So we just got a bale in Miami. We're gonna roll up some Fumas. A Fuma is just a, basically a rolled up single leaf and you're just it's, you're, you're just tasting for the, for the component. It's kind of like hitting one note on the piano. It's like, you're just listening to that one note. Um, and it's cool because then you get to pick it out in the blend. So when you by isolating it, when you're smoking the cigar, you say, okay, wow, I, I, I can taste that in there now because you've tasted it in isolation. And, uh, and it, it just educates your palate. You get a sense of, oh man, I know uh, I know, I like this blend because it has uh, Corojo 99 or Carrillo 98 or, or whatever it is. And, uh, and again, we didn't invent uh, uh, doing this. I mean, uh, Michael Herklotz uh, uh, has done it. Uh, Davidoff has done it. Jose Blanco has done it. So there's a lot of people that put on these kind of seminars. Ours is kind of simplified one. It's basically anyone, regardless of your experience level, can walk in and really uh, do this in you know even a brief period of time and and really uh, pick up the the notes and the differences and walk away saying, okay, wow, Agonorsa has a signature flavor that that now I know is you know is true because I've experienced it for myself. Cool. Yeah, no, it's a, uh, you know, I, I, like I said, I always enjoy them when you get a chance to do them. Uh, I've seen videos of, of you doing it. I've yeah, seen videos great, of you doing it. It's experience. really, really cool. And the people love yeah. it. People love it. It's not just a guy at a counter, you know, here, buy three, I'll give you one. It's, it's really, yeah, it's, 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 it's all about providing content, you know, providing value, get, you know, exactly interaction. And, and ultimately it's the best. I mean, you, you smoke it yourself. You, you, I'm not telling you 
it's good. You're you're determining that for for yourself by by going through the process. And, and we're also more likely to pick something out you're going to enjoy because if you're like, I love that Kodoho 99. Oh, well, here, have a Guardian of the Farm, uh, you know, uh, Apollo or Rambo or, or something like that. Oh, I, you know, I'm more into your Creole 98 blends. Oh, wow. Try a, try Rare Leaf. You're going to really love it. It's got it's very dominant by Creole 98. So it just helps make, get the person the right cigar, which is the key. We're not selling yachts here. Uh, so there's no one sale that's going to make your life different. It's the key that, uh, to get the person the right cigar in their hands and so that they come back to you and they tell other people about it. You know, they say, oh, man, I, I did this Agonosa experience and I love this cigar and you've got to try it. And that's really the key to everything. I mean, is, is this the, that that consumer having enough passion for the product to go around and tell other people uh, to to enjoy it as well and carry that passion on? Um, somebody asked, how do they get to do it? Um, yeah. Mateo, I, 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 you just gotta be at a store or event where you guys, where you have it scheduled. You just gotta be in the area. That's pretty much yeah, it. Yeah. Right? So look for our events again. If you go to our group, uh, Agonorsa Acolytes on Facebook, uh, join up, uh, we report where we're going to be doing events and things like that. Um, some stores occasionally will set it up. We'll, they'll do a virtual one. They'll get 20 guys. Uh, you know, uh, to, to do it. And, and then we go on, you know, we go on zoom or we go on whatever it is. And, uh, and then we all work it out together. So that's another way to do it. So I think, we, we try I to do them like, as much as we can. I think we'd like to do one for our socialite group team. Maybe we should uh, talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It'd be great. I'm telling you, it's, it's, uh, the most, I, the most effective thing we do because it, it really allows the person to, to get a sense because everyone always wonders kind of they're like oh, is this all real or not you know oh you know like people talk about their tobacco and they say it's special for this or it's the best or whatever it is and for and and when you do the agonorse experience you you can absolutely taste how each tobacco is very different and how the two of them combine to create a different flavor and that flavor is not in anything else and so it's really cool to be able to do that so yeah every opportunity we get to do it we want to do it so uh, just you know set it up set it up babe you know how yeah. to reach me yeah, I, I like this. I mean, we're gonna we'll, we'll touch base next week. We'll definitely set this up uh, for those for those of you watching who don't know. We have a private smoking Facebook group called Smoking Social. We do a lot of cool things and giveaways and contests and special drops for our group. And I will coordinate with Terrence to do a special tasting and and, and do this um, presentation with our socialite group. Just go to Smoking Social on Facebook, join us, and we'll probably post some kind of news up next week as far as how and when you can sign up to uh, take participate in this pretty cool experience, in my opinion. So good stuff. Yeah. Now, I'll, I'll even post a video uh, on there on, on the chat of, uh, of, of me doing it myself. So it would show you what you'd be partaking in. I just want to say, it kind, of, it kind of went under the radar. You said it required, but I'm excited to try this in a Maduro. I, I didn't even know that this was coming out in a Maduro. You mentioned it and kind of said a lot of things, but yeah. didn't stop on this. This Agonorsa rarely for Maduro, man. I'm just smoking this one. I'm kind of thinking what, what it would even be like. Uh, it's, it's excellent. We, we haven't announced it. I announced it here for the first time. Nobody knew. Game May Talk I Radio. Love it. Yes. It's going to be later in the year. It's going to be down the line. So Mid-year or uh, end of the year? I would say sometime September or later, oh. no earlier than September. So it'll, it'll be around there. Um, but but the, we at the at our sales meeting, we, we smoked a, a sample. I smoked samples when I was down in the factory, and then we smoked samples again when uh, our sales meeting. Everybody's super excited about it, uh, and it'll be only for our Agnorsa Select accounts, which are uh, smoking is one, of course. And uh, you know uh, we're we're excited about it. it. It's always it's always fun to. You know, to bring out new things to the table and and see the reaction, and hopefully c continue to build the enthusiasm. Super cool. Well, all right, I got I'll a non-cigar question. 
I'm an I'm an avid subscriber to the uh, Terrence Riley book club. Um, we have anything new? Unfortunately, the chessboard has taken over my sanity, and I haven't been reading as much as I should, except for chess books. But you got anything new in Horizon? Have you finished the Dalio book? Yeah, I finished the Dalio book. That was really good. I thought that was a, a you know enjoyable you know. Uh, and then uh, I, the Jordan Peterson's new one. Uh, I, oh, that's I, right. I forget the name of it. I, so I have that, that, and I just started that. It says it's something about chaos or something. It's not twelve uh, principle steps or right. principles of life. Or, um, uh, but the new one is good. It's good. I love Jordan Peterson. I think he's a really uh, interesting guy. I think he's so well spoken, uh, and uh, and so. I, I highly recommend it. I, I read his last book and, and thought it was great. I haven't read Maps of Meaning, but uh, I have read his uh, his other book, and this one looks pretty interesting as well. And I watch his YouTube videos from time to time as well. I'm more God, of a sci-fi guy when it comes to books. I I just you know Isaac we're, non we're nonfiction guys. We're yeah, non more sci-fi. I, I just finished Foundation. Oh yeah, Isaac Asimov. Yeah. yeah, but I'm gonna tell you what because I, I I made I I made a mistake and watched the season one of the Apple series first. And it, it probably ruined the book for me <laughs> because it's there's completely different elements in the series and the books and the elements I, I like in the series are so much more interesting and better than what I've read in the book so far. And when you're spanning like a thousand years in a book series, you don't get to know any of the characters. Like in two chapters, <laughs> you're like 30 years later, 50 years later. It's like very hard to absorb in a book. I, I read the first book. You know, and I started the second, and I'm just fading out the second. But I was a little upset. I've been a big, 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 big fan of the show The Expanse, one of the best sci-fi series of our time, I believe. And I I knew this was going to be the last season, season six. And I didn't know it was only a six-episode season. I just saw Gary Brooks post, ah, it's over. I was like, what? It's only an episode six. So I didn't know it. So... The original book series was nine books. I think like every season's been a book. So there's three more books. I think I'm I might just fail on the foundation series and, and jump on those three books to finish it. Yeah, I I, I like fiction a lot too. I, I used to read a, a ton of fiction. Uh, the, the issue is simply that um, a long book is tough for me now because I get lo I get lost a little bit. I'm like, wait, who is that again? So I, I like short stories. I try to read. Oh, don't uh, read foundation. Yeah, a lot yeah, of names. Yeah, yeah. Literally, like every chapter is like completely new people, and they all got weird names. Yeah, a lot of hard names to remember. Yeah, just by the time you've gotten used to who's what, it's like hundred years later. It's all a bunch of new people. It's like what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and again, I sometimes I put it down for a week at a time or something like that. Whereas nonfiction, I can kind of just pick up where I was, and it's it's, it's a little bit easier. So I'm looking forward to. I've always preferred nonfiction myself, but I haven't picked up a book in three years, so. Oh my my God. life is nonfiction. I like to get away when I read a book. Fair. No, I, like I love nonfiction. All right. It's that time. Let's see uh, what's cooking. What is the scoop with Coop this week? Shit, man, you're quick. Hey, yo, what's my theme music? The Scoop with Coop. Breaking industry news. Hear it first on KMA Talk Radio and cigar-coop.com. You know, Paul, the cue is. is the cue is it's that time. And then I got I know, a whole but I had something afterwards. Else. <laughs> you know it's coming up. It's eleven thirty. I mean, there was nothing else to come up after that. It should have been like right there. Well, that's right. what I don't understand. He was, you know, logically Coop, the next Coop thing. Coop is here. We have 
We have guests here. Uh, also, Coop is here. Stop talking about me. Coop is here. <laughs> Coop, my man, Coop. I got some stuff. We, we gotta, we're going to have a little dialogue today, but we're going to let you get your work out of your way first. Okay. There's a couple. Let, what is the scoop with Coop this week? Okay. A couple. There's two stories. It was actually a lighter week because we were doing our Coop Awards at the beginning of the week, just so you're aware of that. Um, but um, And we're continuing that into next week. Uh, first thing is this is filed under the category no big surprise, but I don't think it's for all the reasons that maybe everyone's thinking. Uh, the Habanos Festival was canceled in Cuba. Um, and the reason why I kind of say that is I know that there's COVID issues, but, you know, there's other problems that have been going on right now with Cuba, Cuban supply and demand. And I'm just wondering if this was kind of a way maybe to be a little easier way out, so to speak, with this. So uh, this is the second year in a row there's no Habanos Festival happening. So uh, you can file that under that category. You think you think they're not having it because they don't have supply? I just I think it's tough to have it. Like how you you know you, you're not supplying a lot of your retailers in Europe, right? How do you have this festival and have them all come out there? It's it's I think that's a just a question I have. You know, come on out. We have nothing to sell you. You know, we're still waiting for Habanos releases from two years ago uh, that are announced here. It's and this is last year they did it virtually. Um, I mean, I'm not saying that COVID isn't a problem with some of this travel and. You know, there's a lot of questions about Pro Cigar. I, Pro Cigar is still on, everyone's saying so. But people are asking me, is Pro Cigar still on? I said, they, they haven't changed anything yet. But there's spikes in the Dominican Republic as well. So we'll, we'll have to see. But uh, I think that's a different story than Cuba. Cuba's, like I said, they, they have a lot of issues right now um, with supply, um, which I think is a problem. All right. What else is going on? Okay. This other story is the one, I'll just say it. And then, Abe, I'm sure you're going to have a take on it. Uh, the Premium Cigar Association this week announced uh, a new mission statement, and it is expanding the board of directors from 15 to 19. And and <laughs> I know, and, and for it, and for, and wait, wait, let me finish, let me finish, and then I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna let you go. And and for, <laughs> I knew this was gonna. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that. Wait, wait, wait. Let me oh face the last God. part. Let me face the last part. Uh, so the four new seats will be going to associate members. Uh, two of the seats are already being filled by Christian Aroa and Alan Rubin. And the other two slots are going to be uh, open for uh, election. Okay, Abe, I'll let you take it. Do I need to make a comment? <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, I, I, I understand the move. The movies they want to have the manufacturing. I understand too. Yeah. Yep. Get some of the retailers off. I mean, seriously, the board doesn't have to be more than six people. I've said it before. Small, big, large retailer, small, big, large manufacturer. That should be your board. You can't get, they can bear, when I was on the board, I think it was nine or 10 or maybe, I don't know. You can never get people to agree on anything. Now you're going almost 20 people. They're going to have to agree. That was my concern. Yep. I mean, it's, it's just the recipe for clusterfuck. If you looked up the recipe for clusterfuck, that's it. I can't believe that they're going to have a twenty-person board. Ah, nineteen, just shy. Well, then you got the you got the the. the oh, I'm blacking out. The CEO. Or the executive director, or whatever. Executive director. Scott Pierce. Scott Pierce. Scott Pierce. We got a twenty-person board. So he makes it twenty. He's got to answer to 20 people. I can't believe. I mean, I really, you know, look, in their defense, they're putting it out there because they think it makes them look like, hey, look, we're trying, whatever. But God, I would have done that silently. 
Oh my God. Well, I wish them luck. I, I, you know, my, I guess the question I had, is it going to be tough to get someone to want to take those other two seats, knowing they're going to be up against a, they're going to be a major minority against a majority of retailers? I mean, that's that was kind of like my question on that. How do you make that attractive enough for people want to? Maybe there are two people who want to do it, and good for, um, good for um, Alan Rubin and Christian. Mike Condor is actually the fifth, also. He's already been on the board, so no. I believe the manufacturers should have more input. They're the they're the yeah. fuel of what's behind the show. But yeah. once again, I've said it, been saying it for two years now, maybe longer, three years, maybe. The best board you can come up with: three retailers, three manufacturers, small, medium, large retailer, yeah. small, medium, large manufacturers, six people. But they that gave up no seats. They gave up no retail seats. With well, because nobody one. wants to get off the board. Yeah, you know, I mean, they, they think it's some some. Elite power of position. Yep. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. Terrence, what do you think? <laughs> You're on mute, buddy. He's got nothing. <laughs> he might be on mute on purpose. He's speechless from last night. Yeah. Can you hear us? <laughs> we can't hear you. We, can, we can't hear you, but you can hear us. He might us. be doing it on purpose. I don't know. It doesn't show that he's muted. It might be muted on his headphones. Uh, because if he had done that on purpose, I think Michael Herklotz did that once. That would have been hilarious. He did. He Remember, he said, here's the details of what we're going to do. And, and he went, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would have been hilarious. But yeah, you, Ter I, Terrence, I'll take you off the screen while you fix it. I mean, anybody who sat on a board or, or in a committee. I think we need him on to see if we can hear him, Paul. Yeah. Uh, he's... He's doing stuff to his. But if anybody right sat now, on a board or a committee or, or been involved in any kind of committee or a group like that, you know the difficulties. It, it, they expound exponentially the more people that are involved. It's just that's the nature of that beast. So why they would go to a 20 person board is mind boggling. Oh, wait. We got you, Terrence. I think we got you. Speak. I don't know if spinning the phone has anything to do with the sound. Yeah, I can't hear you, but he's not muted on our side. Yeah. Uh, maybe he should log out and log back in. Pop the yeah, headphones. Take the headphones what? out. Unmute. All right. Well, no, while, he's not muted. While Terrence figures I'll kick that him out, out and let him come back in. Yeah, while, while Terrence figure that out, Coop, what else is going on? Uh, one last story comes from Southern Draw Cigars. Um, they have announced what they're terming a crowdsourcing project to determine their next blend. Um, and what they're doing is they're going to be selling a sample of four cigars. It's called Pecadillos. Um, and they're not telling anyone about the cigars. And they basically want folks to smoke those cigars and then use those cigars um, to go into a, a QR code system to provide input on what they think of the blends and that input's going to be used to determine what the next Southern drawer cigar is. It's not necessarily that they're picking one of the four cigars, but they're using the input from this project to determine what could be a new Southern drawer cigar. Not a new concept as, as you guys probably know, but no, it is something that they're doing. When I hear Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yes. 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 Hold on. I Please. want to get back to your opinion on that. So just hang on. I thought I thought you had muted on purpose. You were playing. No, I, I, I have no opinion. idea what happened. I was just sitting there, but mind my business. When we went on to the next story, but we're going to come back. When I hear the word crowdsourcing, I'm, I I always think that means they're raising money 
So, but that, that's not what this is. No, it's no. not a, it's not at all. Uh, crowd, it is kind of, but it's kind of like getting, it's like kind of crowdsourcing a cigar of the year. You know, we, you're kind of going out and getting, you know, you're getting consumer input is basically what you're doing here. They're just doing it very te- technologically. They're doing it technologically, but I mean, we've seen this. It's not the first time it's been done. It. I know Aging Room's done it. CAO's done it. I mean, a Connoisseur Club essentially does it, right? In a lot of ways for mm-hmm. the manufacturers. We're so, looking I mean, you for do- Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's, it's something, but Southern is doing it, and it's going to be something that they're going to be uh, unveiling next month. So, uh, I think it's fun for folks, if, you know, you want to get involved with that. I haven't necessarily seen the next great blend come from any of these things yet, but, you know, you never know. Speaking of Southern Draw, their actual submission for December's Connoisseur Club was highly, highly uh, praised. Very highly very, praised. Yes, highly praised. So good kudos to. They uh, had a good. They had a. You know, they had two cigars on our list this year. They did pretty well. Yeah, they did pretty well. So Terrence, you got muted a little bit there. Seriously, I mean, I, you know, I don't know if you're going to openly speak, but what's your thought about a twenty-person board? I'm sure they're doing whatever they think is in the best interest of their organization. We'll see what happens. That I mean, wasn't my I'm question. Posi- but I'm not in a position to like give an opinion. It's like it's like asking. Really? It's like, well, do you think you sh- I should invest in like Bitcoin? It's like, would you take advice from me on Bitcoin? You wouldn't because I, what the hell do I know about it? So it's the same thing with this. It's like, wait, why, wait, why would I? I have no value of my opinion. I don't know what the dynamic is. I don't know. I don't know. You don't feel that the more people that sit on a committee or board more stagnant and, and the more you know gridlock you get that's a, that's a potential problem it depends where the people are it depends how it's set up i, I don't know i mean it's it's, it's certainly that's possible uh, but i don't know how oh, it's going such to, a politician. to i was just going to ask have you ever considered running for office Terrence? you're such I a mean, politician you want me to say you want me to say something that i'm not like that's not I, my opinion is not valuable in terms of this. If you, if, if it were something that I had more knowledge of, then I would say, yeah, but I'm sure that they're doing whatever they feel is best. And we'll see. Wait, wait, we'll see. Wait, if it wait, works. wait, 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 you're, you're in the cigar industry. You're knowledgeable on this. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not knowledgeable about the particular workings of the board. And I, I mean, you okay. should run for one of the two, wait, you should run for one of the two seats, become knowledgeable. <laughs> I, I'm going to nominate Terrence Riley for one of those. Yeah, 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 yeah. Include I'm me on Monday morning. I'm not we're an owner. Make, I guess that has to be an owner. I'm not, a, I'm not you, a manufacturer. We're going to make you firsthand knowledgeable. <laughs> okay, great. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> in, 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 include me out. In, how about that? Well, I'm not a manufacturer. I'm an, I'm well, a I'm a simple employee. Uh, Look, uh, you know what actually came up this week is the topic of media people being on this, and, and I was like, I would run far. There is no way I'd ever go as a media person onto this board, so or any board. Uh, it's just no. <laughs> wow. Um, all right. Anything else going on, Coop? That's it for this week. All right. So that's the scoop with Coop. Get more information. Visit cigar-coop.com. Always teaser and rumor free. Yes, so, sir. I want to. I've heard a little bit of waves made by you this week, and I'm, you know, it's. I, I always say that's just coop, but uh-huh. it seems like the soapbox. There you go. It seems go like ahead, you Abe. were pretty perturbed at media people who included Paladin de Saka in their top ten cigars for 2021. Could could someone tag Steve Saka in the comments because I don't want. 
because uh, you know basically it's going to get to him second hand is what's going to oh, happen. Oh no, it got to him. For, it got to him already. I know, but but Mike, but he may not be in here right now. So, um, I, I, I don't. Mean, I'm serious. I mean, I, I, this no, is no. what I've heard. I didn't um, see yeah. I haven't seen you post it, but but I um, heard that you've been a little bit upset because you feel like that cigar shouldn't have been in the top ten. Well, let me make it clear. I wasn't the first one to come out and, and be critical of this. Um, I've, in the last week, you've heard Aaron Loomis has done it, who's my partner. Dave Garofalo said it on his show. Barry Stein said it on an interview with Matt Tobacco on Thursday. They always said this. Palina de Saka was not released, and it was showing up on a lot of media lists. And um, I didn't think it was the best thing for it to be on. I have an opinion on that. It's nothing against the cigar. I hope that cigar captures 2022 Cigar of the Year on all the lists. It's just not a 2021 cigar of the year. That, that's all it is. It's nothing more than that. And I did talk to some of the media people with my concern with putting that messaging out there because these lists get looked at. And, you know, it's like, you know, you don't want to have this reputation that media got samples and that's why it's ending up on the list. That's the concern I have. And that's a, so as a purist, that media's had 10 years. Yeah. As a purist, your feeling was it wasn't released in 2021. Yeah. It shouldn't be on a 2021 list. Look, look. I'm going to be very direct on this. Steve sent the cigars out to the media early, and it, that was wonderful. He sent it. Out. I think it was. I, I appreciate it, but um, I don't think you'll be getting it again. I'm seriously good on this. Whatever. No, but the thing is that um, look, how many media people would have put that on the list if they didn't get the Steve Saka sample? It wasn't out. That that's the whole thing. It was. They had a there was a way to kind of get that, um, and that was why it was put on the list. So we a lot of us, us feel there are some media people who I do respect. A lot of guys who put it on, I respect these guys. They're not bad guys at all. It's just I don't think twenty twenty one was the time to do it. Twenty twenty two, if it's a great cigar now, it's gonna be a great cigar in, at the end of the year, and you put it on the twenty twenty two list. Well, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this, and, and, and you probably won't see it coming, but I agree with you. I mean, Thank I'm, you. I, listen, I think everybody's entitled to run their list. Out Absolutely, again. I can't tell someone how to run. Right, their list. Yeah. I believe everybody's entitled to run their list. But you know, I, I I I believe that when a cigar is made available to the public, is the year it's released. And um, I also <laughs> I, I I you know I also got like I've mentioned this before all the time. You know, cigar aficionado. You know, I I, I think you know I never understood their top twenty-five list. It never makes sense to me. Their top twenty-five list should be of 25 cigars that came out that year. If you want to do two lists called the legacy list and top 25, but you know, to have cigars that have shown up three, four, five times over the decade, the same cigar or cigar. I, I, I that list. I don't get it. It's, but, yeah, that's, that's, but that's a whole other thing. Own, but I, I don't know when cigar aficionados ever listening to me. No, <laughs> no, no, not at all. But I think it's very important that like this, this came out a little in that thing with Steve. I'm not trying to tell a media brand what to do. However, I am media, and media is my business. And if I see something in media that I don't necessarily agree with, I, I'm going to express my opinion, and hopefully I'm going to do it in a respectful way that I'm not going to drag someone under the – and that's not what this was meant to do, to drag, drag these guys who put it on the list under the coals. They're really good guys who I respect that did these lists. So, But I have an opinion because I'm in the media, and that's – you know, my opinion. And I, by the way, I started getting asked about it. Like, like, oh, how are you bloggers getting these cigars and putting them in the top ten? So I start hearing about it when it happens. So I'm getting – and they look at me. I'm like, well, I have nothing to do with it. Yeah. No, I, I – you know, oh, T.R.H. is muted again. Something's going on with him. Are you seeing something, T.R.H.? Yeah, there he goes. He oh, he just, he just left. 
he is so overwhelmed from winning cigar uh, person of the year last night. Uh, <laughs> so you 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 claim that you you're the you're you created the cigar person of the year award in this industry. I saw that post earlier. Yeah, I, I did. Um, well, the only thing I'll say is Jonathan David did something like People Magazine's most interesting people. I think he's the one who may have. The only other one who did it around the time I did, but I started it in 2015. David, what toasted foot? Toasted foot, yeah. Okay. He used to do it. I think, uh, and he used to pick like interesting people, like most interesting people. I kind of took it and went with the Time Magazine approach around that time. One person who had an impact on the industry. We've been doing it since 2014. Terrence won it in 2018 when he came over to Agonorsa Leaf, and I think everyone saw the magic he did there uh, in that first year, uh, which was incredible. That's and why you have a great white gringo. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. Thank you, yeah. Coop. You're, and, you're a good no, man. And, and Terrence, look, I'm, I'm not just saying it because you're on the show. I know you want to. Look what you did at Casada before that, too. I mean, the job you did at Casada before it was amazing, too. So, Oh, thank you. you. So, does this you mean I'm going to wait? Are you trying to talk me out of getting like the airport photo contest, buttering me up with all these compliments? <laughs> I don't I don't want to be. I don't want to be. No comment. Up for... No, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> so do you still do it, Coop? Yep, we're going to be announcing ours on uh, a week from Monday, our person of the year. We have some other ones we're doing factory of the year company of the year awards this week so um you know well, we have those coming up and then person of the year will be monday i think the 25th it is do you do a retailer of the year no we don't we don't you now you congratulations to abe abe won the smoking tobacco retailer i gotta be honest retail of the year is a tough one to imagine because i can't get to all the retail shops in the country that that's yeah, really the problem in it's my, hard. In, it's in, hard. My, in my personal and completely biased opinion the great smoke digital experience just basically Single-handedly should warn us. Well, you, you did anywhere. see you did you did see our top twelve stories of the year, right? No, I did not. I, I've been a little uh, busy. I apologize. No, you and, 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 and why I didn't bother you about it is because I know you were kind of over the holidays. It was a little rough for you. Yeah, the, the Great Smoke was one of our top stories. It was voted in that top twelve. Thank so, you. Yeah, Thank so it was a big one. Uh, and retail, but retailers are eligible for person of the year. I'll just say so. You never know. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Did not know that. Yeah. Has a retailer ever won person of the year? They have not. They have not. Um, Terrence, Terrence, making noise, making noise. You know what, yeah. Abe? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna release a list next week. It just occurred to me. Top media I, people? No, 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 no. <laughs> next week I will I will release our top ten connoisseur club cigars of the year. As I think that'd be great. Like that. I think that'd be great. I think it's a great like idea. That. Yeah, it keeps us out. You know, we're not doesn't give us any bias. This is uh, members rated the cigars. I don't know what our inventory is left on some of those, but I'd actually would like to see a a, a pack one through five and then six through ten. Yeah, if we can, I'm going to say have them. If we, we have them, we have a new top cigar of the year from December. Yeah, somebody claimed in December. Who was Somebody it? Somebody claimed it, it was Raphael Nodal and Altidus with the highest. Wow, shocker there. Listen, they put in, he gave two solid offerings for the Connoisseur Club, both highly rated. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to bet. I didn't see the other score, but both of them will land on the top 10 list. But yep, December number five, Raphael Nodal's Altidus uh, you, you, has taken it. I'm going to tell you something. You'd never think it would come from a big company like that. But this is something that this guy, because I talk to him regularly, he was ge he's genuinely into this program. He huh? he's, he he really is. I, I can tell you just from talking to him on, and what he is. And think about what he's done. Like, say what you want about the aficionado. Raphael has his footprint on three cigars on that list here. He's becoming a real player on this thing right now. And then, no, he's done an amazing well, job. Yes. Incredible. I mean, yeah. 
Oh yeah, we 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 do have a list now that we can actually. Yeah, we, we've become now list people. We can make a list. Well, do you do you remember what the score was on on that, Raphael? Eight point four. So, first year completed connoisseur list, the highest aggregate score across sixty cigar. Well, fifty nine. One company didn't get their cigar. Yeah, we won't mention any names, Jerry, but um. Across 59 cigars, the highest cumulative score was an 8.4. Interesting. Interesting. It really is interesting. I can't believe that no score hit 9 or higher. Not even 8.5 or higher. Absolutely, because, you know, you figure on a lot of lists, if a guy gets it, which would be an 84 on most lists, people, you know. Guys, real quick, my, my phone right. is going to die here. I just don't want to – Irish goodbye. All. I just want to say thank you so much for having me on here. And uh, it's probably been the greatest day of our lives. Coop, great to talk to you. Can't wait you for my time. photo contest award. <laughs> Abe, thank you. Alex, and then Paul, you know, thanks for eventually showing up. You guys are the best. <laughs> <laughs> By the well, way, I would have told no, no offense. Don't... I'm an avid Irish goodbye guy, so I would have just taken it as – you know, a part of my culture. Well, don't though. worry, because if Terrence Good. disappears, we still have this photo of him. Yeah, yes. what is this? I meant to Keep ask you company. about this before it disappears. What is this? Is like almost scary to look at. What is this? It's for the underground cigar uh, group. They think that I'm uh, look like Joel Steen or something. So it's kind of evolved <laughs> from there to do these weird things. Where is that a cigar pack? So yeah, there's five cigars in there. It's five Toro box press, <laughs> but the underground cigar festival in March and. uh God help me, you know, the things you do to sell cigars. I got to look like a nut job. Oh, my God. St. Terrence of Aganorsa. God bless us. Yeah, I forgot about that, Paul. I said it to you. Thanks Saint for the dead. up. Holy cow. Ain't the dead. It's oh, scary man. looking. That's what's scary. Saint All right, dead. guys. This is All right. Thanks again for having me. Uh, thank you, everyone listening out there. You guys are the best. I, I love working with you. Abe, let me know about the Fuma exp, uh, Aganorsa No, experience. we're going to do it. Let's set that up. We're going to do it. You guys Thanks, have a great Enjoy your weekend. Go get some clutch burger. Take care. Yeah. <laughs> All right. In our traditional KMA closing, it's time. Wait a minute. Wait, we have one more thing. Yeah, Should we announce? I didn't know if you guys made a decision yet. Did no, we did. Decide? We did. I texted yeah, you. Yeah, we, we nobody told us you were set. Yeah. Okay. okay. I, I, you guys yeah, made yeah, it. So, Tale of Tape Season 3 finished last week with the top mafia movies of all time. Uh, as always, we take a little break between seasons, and we've been discussing what season four should be and alex you might as well announce it so for tale of the tape season four coop and i will be taking on the greatest sports mascots of all time in all of sports love it interesting great it was a great pick Whoever came up Does with that, that includes college oh. huh? <laughs> yes it includes college yeah it includes college all sports okay. all sports all sports all levels yep that'll be interesting yeah, it was a great idea Alex you had. It was good. Alex came up with it. Thank you, Coop. Thank you. Yeah, it was, I loved it Thanks. the second he told me. Alex. Thanks. To me, there's a definite winner. I mean, obviously, did I you, won't did say you it know, here. Coop, you came up with an idea? No, I just texted he, he him. Asked me. He texted me the idea. I'm like, this is great. <laughs> Abe, Abe threw it out there. I'll give Abe his credit. I, oh, okay. I, I, I didn't know that. That I didn't know him. Because I, I know we already tackled sports. We tackled movies. We tackled – I was trying to think of something – Else, but then mascots came up and and you know we just said yeah that that's a good one. It's a good that's one. That's a good yeah. one. No, I'm already torn on my number one. I mean, I thought I did, but I don't know. I don't know. If yeah, I and I think I, I thought I knew for obvious reasons my number one, and now yeah. I have, when I started researching last night, I there's a lot of them. Yeah, it's tough. Will next week be episode one? Yeah. 
I think right. you got you can get it done. Cool. Tell it. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. I started last night working on it. So nice. Tell team season four best sports mascots of all time, episode one, starting next Saturday. Now you should have had more than enough time to queue up, Paul, because it's that time for how we normally end every KMA show Saturday morning. It's time to see who belongs in a cigar insane asylum. Welcome to the Cigar Asylum. Did you know I'm utterly insane? We all go a little mad sometimes. Where logic and reason cease to exist. Okay. I was unaware we had I was unaware we had one, so that's why I was freaking out before. Why would you know? You you don't do (laughs) shit. (laughs) <laughs> oh. all right what do we got all right Continue. december 15th moments this is actually funny moments after robbing a wells fargo branch in delaware a man deposited some of the stolen money that he had taken in the atm outside the bank's front door Wait, whoa, whoa. In the same bank? Yes. According to the arresting <laughs> suspect on felony charge. Investigators say that McRoberts Williams, 44 years old, approached a teller Saturday morning at the crowded Wells Fargo's in Wilmington, Delaware, handed her a note reading, this is a robbery. I need $150. <laughs> I mean, if that's, if that's not meth, I don't know what is. You're gonna yeah, for a federal money. crime, you're willing to $150. After the 25-year-old bank employee provided Williams with the cash, he fled the bank, but instead of racing from the crime scene like your average bank robber, he exited the bank and made a deposit at the ATM exterior of the building. Following the ill-advised pit stop, Williams then fled on foot to a nearby shopping center where he was taken into custody by state troopers. As alleged... In a probable cause affidavit, Williams told the police the money had been deposited and is no longer in his possession. I don't know this guy's smart or stupid. (laughs) (laughs) A detective reported that while no money was recovered from Williams, he was in possession of a Wells Fargo bank card. During the post-arrest interview, Williams reportedly confessed to the bank robbery and said that the stolen cash was immediately deposited back into the Wells Fargo ATM. He claimed to have traveled to Delaware by riding on an exterior cargo train, that, and that his mind is currently being controlled by a third party via an implant located somewhere in his body. Williams has been charged with felony robbery count, has been locked up in lieu of a $6,000 bond. You, Mr. Williams, this week definitely belong in a cigar insane asylum. He didn't even steal enough money to make bail. Dude, no. seriously. Seriously, that's some hardcore drugs. Next week, we have Juan Lopez from Gurkha Cigars. Uh, that should be an interesting show, especially after December's kind of sewer club. Uh, see what's going on there. And um, and after his comment on Facebook, he had a very well-written letter on Facebook about top 25s. I don't know if oh, you saw good. that. Good, good. I haven't seen yeah. it. I'll make sure I get that read before next week. We hope uh, that yeah. we've entertained you, enlightened you, and just overall had some fun with us this Saturday morning. We'll see you next week with Juan Lopez. Until then, keep it lit. <laughs>